he asked me was where I liked it. I told him, This is a gay's only event! Howdy, niggas! What? What's going on? No! The weed! There it is! The weed! Like, do I give a fuck? No! There it is! How many fucks do I give? Zero! Exactly! There it is! You got them gay. I never said LGBT last night. Hey guys, nays, welcome back to the One and a Half Lesbians podcast, and this is the world premiere of episode 126 of the One and a Half Lesbians podcast. <laughs> is it not the world premiere? <laughs> the world premiere! But <laughs> <laughs> I'm Adriana, the lesbian. And I'm B the half. And we upload on most Wednesdays, so make sure you're tuning in every week. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 1.5lesbians to stay up to date and continue the conversation. And if you want to see some onions that aren't under your armpits, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at namastewoke. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at ultralesbian for my random thoughts and complaints. We have a Patreon where you guys can give us money. Um, if you don't want us to have ads on our shit, that would be great. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash one and a half lessons. I mean, not like we gonna, okay. <laughs> not like we gonna have ads on here, no way. <laughs> I don't know. What if we need money for something? I don't know. You want you to do something strange for some ad change? <laughs> not this little dance you doing. <laughs> <laughs> Make a shake for a, a, a dollar fake. I don't know about all of that. <laughs> You can also join us on our Discord for P-Valley stuff, Sundays at 7.30 Eastern Standard Time slash CPT. Um, also, the Halftime Show with Jordan occasionally is out. It came out on Friday. We had a really good time. Uh, Jordan had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. We had a lot of like deep, insightful conversations and also like a lot of laughs. So you can check that out. It should be below this episode. Yep. Yeah. So let's get into the show. Did capitalism win this week? Yes. Because a nigga is still waiting by the phone for the stupid job to call back. These I had an interview. <laughs> niggas is not hiring. Like, what is y'all? Like, I had an interview. It's been over a week now. And I'm like, okay. My grandpa said I should call him. But I was like, fuck, I look like being pressed to work a job a two-hour commute away. Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't want to work that job. No way. I mean, I did, and, like, I was imagining myself, like, working there, and I was like, oh, it'd be cute, like, I can get all this reading done on my commute, like, cute, whatever, whatever, it's mm-hmm. just three days a week, mm-hmm. but they ain't calling me back, so I was like, okay, like, I hate that they'd be putting it on us to call the job when they said right. they would call me. Also, like, you the one looking for an employee, right? Hello? Like, like I got, y'all got my email and my resume, send me an email then, shit, like, I don't know. They called me for the interview, so uh-huh. I'm like, I assume they would call, call me again yeah. with the job offer. Right. But I don't know. I wonder if maybe they just have better candidates, because I feel like I could have done a little better in my interview. But I feel like they should still send you an email and say, we went with somebody else. I don't know. Yeah, like, they should just basically just ghost you. Yeah, like, we spent, I don't know, it feels, yeah, it does feel like ghosting, because it's like, you know, we spent all this time together. Like, I, I went on the bus for an interview, like, we have history, and then you just left me like that. <laughs> And now I feel really disrespected. I really do, though. Because I was like, I know I did not travel It is really disrespectful, actually. For a 30-minute interview. For, you're a better bitch. two hours there, two hours back. And I think on the way back was a little longer because for some reason the bus was just sitting there at the station 
just I was like, the, the fuck is we gonna leave or what? Like, <laughs> help! You would have a four hour commute, child. I mean, I don't know. I really didn't mind because I was like, it's just a few days a week. Like I can read. It's chill, and it's not like. And I was like, you know what? That totals like what? Like a whole eight hour shift. I was like, I've done that before. You're a nut ass bitch. <laughs> four hour commute. I need money. <laughs> I I need money. You know what? Let me shut my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> but the job posting for a couple other ones I applied to have mm-hmm. just closed recently. So fingers, fingers crossed, crossed for the full-time jobs. Oh, the full, fingers crossed they contact me in the next week or so. Yeah. I don't know. These jobs are not th- hiring like they say they are. They're not. Because the paralegal job I sent you yesterday... They blew me. I really reported them again this morning because I woke up pissed. I'm screaming out again. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Actually, have my fucked up because I applied to this paralegal place last Monday before we recorded. Like, I have paralegal experience, law clerk experience, whatever, whatever. I thought my resume was pretty good. They rejected me. That's no problem that you rejected me. But indeed, be telling on y'all. It said 121 to 125 people have applied for this position. They last reviewed it four days ago. And I was like, let me see if this job opening is still open i went on indeed on their little profile the job opening is still open you told me out of 125 so, niggas you couldn't find one you're not dating them for life you need somebody to take inbox and take calls true i don't know maybe they still going through with no. applications. it's been four days maybe but then the application would be closed them. oh true if they were like all right here's our picks let's look right you have the thing still open you still looking for people and that means they reviewed my application four days ago. I'm like, them people might have applied before me. I've seen that job, mm. like, for several weeks now. Interesting. And I was like, maybe this is a sign from the universe that I should apply. <laughs> so I reported them again this morning. Because I was like, and then Indeed was like, why are you reporting them? And I was like, because out of 125 job, in, like, job application, you couldn't find one nigga? I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't. Like. They'd be all like, people just don't want to work. No, these jobs don't want to hire. You're not hiring anybody. Not hiring. Because why? I don't know. If, I think I mentioned And they're right. I don't want to work. On the podcast. But my old job, they posted the job that I had applied for that they didn't, they didn't contact me about. So I was like, so clearly y'all still need niggas. And y'all overlooked me. They're so picky for no reason. Because I'm like, do you need the position filled or not? For real. And then I saw them post my my old job that I had, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, who quit? Like, <laughs> I was like, I can't apply for that job again. That's humiliating. But are they firing people because of the union? I have no idea. I would assume that more that people are quitting than mm. being fired. Fair. Yeah. Which I'm like, or I don't know what the hell happened in the, however, it's been like almost a year since I left. Like, mm. was it 10, it nine worse. months or whatever? I was like, I don't know. The ship went and I was, and I left right before you, I was you like, jumped when you saw the first leak you was like let me listen the when they was talking about oh we better do passports again so we the circulation desk gonna have to do the passports I was like passports is not in my job description like and that's and that's like a whole other shit we had to learn from doing fucking passports that's that's a whole separate job that's a, yeah that's a whole different skill they wasn't talking that's about a whole separate okay. skill and I was like I'm not doing this shit bye like my lease was up this is my out like <laughs> If they increase your pay, would you say? Like, if they increase it because you guys do mm, passports? Maybe I would have. But they were just like, and another thing. Literally, yeah. They were just like, yeah, so mm. we're going to do this in addition to your circulation duties. And I was like, Hell mm. no. 
Like, no. I thought that was the post office job. I got my passport at the Hello? post office. I think you can, they do have that at the post office, but then they started doing, offering passports at certain libraries. Okay. So, I mean, I guess it's a little more accessible because, I don't know, it's just just a different location than the post office. True. The so, post office be closing whenever the fuck they want. Yeah. Whereas the library, we have like consistent hours and stuff. Even though so, library in Baltimore, not the main one, but this other one, I went there and I was like, y'all close at five. It's 430. Why is everybody leaving? <laughs> they said bye. <laughs> Literally. I was like, I need to use the bathroom. She was like, sorry, we're closed. I was like, it's 430. She was like, we're closed early today. I was like, I think you're not allowed to do that. They just said, look, we closed. This is a small branch. We closing up shop. Like, this is not the main branch. Like, <laughs> I was like, that is so crazy. You get to leave work 30 minutes early because you wanted to. Maybe I need to work at the library. That'd be the librarians, though, because we would be mad because circulation, we would have to stay to, like, close on the right. dot because we're, like, you know, people yeah. would come to the desk. But the librarians be leaving, like, 15 minutes early, and we'd be like, why do y'all get to leave? Oh, no, nah. just because you have a master's degree in library science? Hello? I was like, and y'all be stupid anyway because y'all huh? with master's degree be asking circulation simple questions. I'd be like, do you do your job? I uh, swear, it'd be the people over you who be dumb as hell. What? Dumb as hell. Like, and it was even one nigga who used to work in circulation and then he moved to a department upstairs and then he came down and asked me a question. I was like, now you, you just, like you was. You worked here. <laughs> You worked here. I mean, nobody liked him, but like, to the game. <laughs> probably for good reason. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they'd be but, dumb. Every like yeah. any job I've ever worked. When I worked at the other law office, like, why are you asking me law questions? You are the lawyer. I'm an undergrad. What are you <laughs> Literally, he'd be like, "Do you know blah blah blah?" And I'm like, "Eh? Did you go to law school? I'm scared. No, represent me." <laughs> right. People, I don't know, you'd just be surprised how much people don't, don't know, know about their jobs. To be like, okay, okay, how'd you get here? Literally, I'm like, that's why I was like, I should have literally no problem. It's the part of getting into law school that is like the mm, biggest that's hurdle. The hard part. Yeah, I feel like once I'm in, like, because I already like to read, I like to highlight, you know. What else yep. you gotta do in law school? You, you read you read nonfiction for fun, like all the time. <laughs> That's like all you read. That is all I read. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find some fiction that I like. I need to escape. Like I'm down. Yeah, I was like, I was like, I don't know how you be reading like every single book you read, nonfiction, nonfiction. I'm like, or where is everything the fun? I watch like, nonfiction? Whoa, it's my way of grounding like, myself in reality. Maybe I don't know. Screaming, but it's not <laughs> like, like I'm reading I mean, like war or anything. I'm reading about food. True. Yeah, you don't be reading about like heavy topics, but no. I'd be like, you don't want a little story time, like. <laughs> yeah, I'd be reading about food and like the environment and plants and um, what else am I reading? Right now, I'm reading this book called The Overachievers. I forget by who, but it's basically about this Maryland high school. Um, I think everybody, who, if you went to school with me, you should read it, especially if you're in science and tech. You should read it um, because it's just talking <laughs> about like how the pressure to be perfect has like really distorted and disrupted like um how teenagers interact with each other what the purpose of high school was whereas like once upon a time it was you know this is your time to like grow and become a person but you know you're so focused on being this perfect student in order to get to college and then that kind of like creates this vicious cycle even when you're outside of college to like be perfect to do everything blah 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 and how your like personality who you were in high school relatively or what you were known for relatively doesn't change so i was like mm. oh i was like that's true because i still am the girl who does everything Mm. <laughs> yeah so i was like mm, maybe i should change my habits <laughs> <laughs> it's 
grooming. Yeah. But I read this book called Sky Falling, if you mm-hmm. want, like, a cute, like, fun summertime read. Okay. It's, like, a contemporary novel. It's, like, about this girl who she... She had donated some of her eggs to an old friend and now like the child has like kind of come back and been like, hey, like I'm your egg and like kind of, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun summertime. Where I feel like the, fun the summertime? book was better. No, the book was funny though. Maybe I'm oh. not explaining it properly, but. It's called I don't what? Know, Sky Falling Sky by Falling. Mia McKenzie, okay. I believe. Yeah. It was funny, and you know, all the characters are well. Most of the characters are black, and okay. they're queer. Oh, all the characters in whatever book I read are black. I'm gonna make them black. True. I just like, love she had blonde reading. hair. I change like, the shit in my head. I sure do. They'd be like, she had cascading blonde hair. I'd be like, ooh, she had forty inches of bundles. Like, <laughs> right. Be like an icy blue eyes, and I'd be like, mm, brown. Yeah, I love brown. Eyes. <laughs> I'd be like, she had color contact. <laughs> like, I'd be. I've done that ever. Like. Even if the front cover is white, oh, she's black in my head. I'm sorry. I don't know. I guess it was hard for me growing up reading because there were way less like black books to read yeah. back when we were growing up. I feel like it's kind of wild how much has changed, but also good. Yeah. But I'm like, it'd be hard be like, because most of the books I read were about white people because it wasn't hardly no shit to read with black people. And I wasn't really into like the quote urban lit or what they call oh, street the, lit. The, uh, what was that? Blueford High? <laughs> <laughs> But there was this one series I like. It was called like Drama High. And I think the girl was like, I forget. I think she was kind of into like a bunch of like spiritual stuff and mm-hmm. like maybe African traditional religion. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I'd have to reread it now. But I remember she would like, she had the time where she had to wear like all white. I know they do that now mm-hmm. for like, I don't know, for the energy or yeah. something. And I thought that was a good like kind of quote urban lit or whatever. <laughs> oh, I read, I read all the, I mean, I stayed in the teen section of the library. Oh, um, yeah, for sure. That was my joint. But yeah, I would just change the characters in my head to be black. I don't know. True. I don't know. I guess it's hard because they, with the description, and I would like, I like to read like fantasy and stuff. And of course, it was hardly, it was, I would probably say zero black yeah. characters in fantasy at oh, all back yeah. then. I definitely was so. like, girl, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, unless I was reading something that was like culturally, like I was reading this book about Mahjong, Ma- Mahjong, the game. Oh, I forget what book that was. But basically, like all the characters were Chinese. But like I made them Chinese in my head because it was like culturally relevant to like whatever they were talking about. But like if it's white mm. people, girl, bumped it. True. Yep. But it's definitely easier to read more black books nowadays. Definitely. 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 Yeah. And there's like a bunch of like black fantasy as well. I think. I don't know. I think I've added some to my TBR, but some of them be missing the mark. I feel like I used to really be into fiction books. What happened? <laughs> like reality hits you like a truck. Like I yeah, know. I used to really be into fantasy. Definitely was a sci-fi reader, manga, like all those. Now, no thing. Maybe they just don't have like I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe you just I don't know. You just you just don't want to read it no more. I did read a lot That's of nonfiction fair. though, as a child, actually. And I was like, this won't affect me. Reading about the Black Panthers. Oh, baby. Oh, brother. <laughs> yeah. I remember I picked up like that book. Like I was like 10 or 11. I was like, oh, yeah, the Black Panthers. Like, their outfits are so cool. This won't radicalize me. <laughs> okay. You'd be like, our oppressors are doing what? Literally. Like... <laughs> change mind. Shift. How would I be if I never read that book? You might have came to it eventually. Yeah. But I think it Maybe was like a, a bit fundamental later. shift. <laughs> Mm, you were just like, damn, like reality. Like, I was like, I was looking at my white friends like, mm, <laughs> okay, cracker. <laughs> like, 
yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to escape into reading. I don't know. I can't, I feel like I can't say divest from the internet anymore without sounding like a hypocrite because that screen time this week, boy, howdy. Screaming it one up for you. Hello? Like 700%. I was like, <gasps> screaming. <laughs> like full-time job hours again. I was like, oh no, we have to fix this. We have to fix this. I'm screaming. Mine went down though, but I think that's mostly because we had that storm this week and so our power <laughs> was out for like two days. <laughs> Oh, that picture out. you sent me it was of not you funny. cooking oh, over please. the candle <laughs> killed the shit out of me because I know it was a scented candle. It was a scented candle. <laughs> Adriana was because cooking like a fucking pioneer. I really was because I because of course, you know, it was I think it was already 24 hours. And so like the power was out. I was like everything in the fruit in the fridge boom, done. So I got some food and then I realized I was like, I can't even refrigerate this tonight. Like, what? Oh, God. but I just it was just like it was chicken, rice and plantain. So I was like, it'll be all right if I leave it out for the night. And I've so, yeah, well, not me, but I said I. <laughs> oh, yeah, you. But I I was hungry the next morning. I was like, well, how am I heat this up? We don't have a gas stove. So now we can just do the thing in our old house. Mm-hmm. I was like, this electric stove, this is useless. Look how they scammed us. Like scammed you. I will always have a gas stove. I mean I mean us as in all the, the people who got electric stuff oh, yeah. in the home. <laughs> like I will always have a it's gas stove. It's a scam. Stove. Like when the power goes out, you're, you're done. out of luck. You're done. So I was like, Well, we got all these candles and so I got <laughs> the scented candle. <laughs> and we had this little rack thing, so I like got some pots balance put the rack like in between them and then I put the pot on top and threw my stuff in the pot and I was like, Well, and I lit the candle and I add another one because I was like, this is going slow as fuck. <laughs> that shit killed me because when I saw the three little wicks, I was like, I wonder what scent that candle is. It was lemon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just was literally, it literally geeked me because you were like, ooga booga times. I was like, no, bitch. I was like, pioneer old western cowboy face ass. Like It was because I was like, I was thinking like, damn, like, what if the power's out for like more than two days? Like, what are we going to do? Like, my sister was like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened in my life. She's so dramatic. dramatic. (laughs) She is. But then by day two, I was like, you might be right. Like, (sighs) I don't know. (laughs) I was like, we take electricity for granted. Like, oh my God. Natural had a spiritual awakening. (laughs) You had to come because then, like, I went to work. I went to work with her. She works at a restaurant, uh-huh. and I was like, "Bet, like, let me sit here and use y'all Wi-Fi and y'all electricity because I had I still I hadn't finished editing the podcast, <laughs> and and then I couldn't charge my laptop because the power went out. I was like, God. <laughs> Why the way I found out the podcast was not my friend was like, "Did y'all not record today?" I was like, "Huh." I'm screaming. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't text you or nothing. I was like, I was like, girl, this shit gonna be up when it goes up. It's up, up when like, it's up. I was like, it's up oh, when it's, it's up. I was like, it's coming out. It's coming. Yeah, I was like, it was like five something, and I was like, oh, let me tweet on the page because I know it's not about to be ready mm-hmm. by the time I usually have it ready. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't know y'all early birds. Y'all girl, really I was blowing up my phone early in the morning. I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> yeah, like two, three of my friends. It was like, did y'all not record the podcast? I was like, bitch, you listen. <laughs> I'm dead. Shout out to all the early morning listeners. Said I need my fix. <laughs> right. They'd be like, I need my fix while I'm on my way to work. It's it'd be 7 01 it. and it'd be like 100 listens. I'd be like, y'all ain't got nothing better to do at 7 a.m. Screaming. You gonna fill your mind with this garbage? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Screaming. 
But yeah, I had to had to do what we had to do. And then the after I think the next day we just went to the library all day because my sister didn't have work. Mm. Cause I was about to be like, we going to work again today? Like ah. <laughs> But it was chill. I mean, it'd be cold as shit in the library. I was like, Yo, I was there the other day. I had on shorts and a tank top. Bitch, I turned into ice but- <laughs> Yeah, I wore shorts, but I brought a sweater because I knew it was going to be cold. But I didn't think it was going to bother my legs that, that much. But it did. I was like, it's too cold in here. But we was in there till they almost closed. I sure cause... was. Yeah, but then we came home and the power was back. So we were yes. like, thank God. Thank God. Because it was giving very, it was looking very apocalyptic. Like At least we know you would survive with your little scented candles. I was, I was like, well, we could cook something on here. It's going to take so five hours to cook all the way, but it's cooking. Do you think you would have gotten up to the wood age where you start chopping parts of a tree and burning them and cooking? Oh, brother. The power would have had to been out for weeks. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I want to get a, a little fire pit thing. They sell them at the grocery store sometimes. I always look and mm. like, I don't, I don't know. Some have been, I, I should get one. Yeah, because I was looking up, I was like, how to heat up food when you have no power. And it was like, all the reasons were, if like, were implying like you would have to previously have bought like some little camper thing. Right. I was like, this is useless. Who is this? Who are these articles for? They'd be like, 10 ways to heat without power. And all 10 ways are things that you had need to have bought beforehand. And I was like, this is not the resources I needed. Like, I was like, like, this is some white people Light shit. up like, your where grill. I was like, hmm. And they'd be like, take out your portable camper. And I'd be like, <laughs> Bitch, I'm poor. We don't have none of this shit. Like, who has this stuff already? Like, mm-hmm. that, your average person do not have this. I was like, I was looking for a real survival. What, like, how am I supposed to heat I was on Google up? looking for survival information in the middle of apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> I really was, because I had the idea. Like, I had in my mind, I was like, okay, I could, like, prop a little thing up on these pots and do the candle. But I was like, there has to be a more efficient way to do this. There and is the, not. the efficient way was to have your things, your supplies before the power go out. Stay ready so you like, don't have to get ready. Useless. That's what they like, said. But maybe they was right. I don't know. I might need to. Because I was also thinking it was ironic. Like earlier in the week before the storm, I was like, what if something happens? I need to like go. Like I need a go bag. Like with emergencies <laughs> and shit. Like she sounded like me. <laughs> A little bit, because I was like, what? I was like, I need to, like, because I was thinking, like, if something, I was like, what if a tree fell and hit the house and I had to run out of the house or something? Because trees was falling in the storm. Oh, they sure was. The trees was falling. So I was like, okay, so if a tree fell on the house and I have to run and go somewhere, like, I was like, okay, I would put everything in my bag real quick. But then I was like, what? I just need a bag that's already ready to go. Yeah. Like, but then I was also thinking, I was like, the first thing I'll pack is all my electronics and maybe that's uh not i don't know i was like like my where laptop, would you my use laptop them? charger ipad charger phone charger <laughs> like but i don't like, know if the trees my is first falling down around you electronics <laughs> i don't know that's just you gonna plug it into the where tree we, where we are as a society that my first thought is to save the we li- electronics we live in a society because i feel like everything else you could just get somewhere else but like i can't replace my laptop you can. i can't replace my ipad yes you can i cannot Apple insurance Where the money going to come from? The insurance ran out. This laptop is from 2015. Oh. The insurance is gone. <laughs> the warranty is over. The warranty is over. Help. <laughs> um, you know what? We live in a society. We live in a society. So I was just like, damn, I need to go back. Like, I need an emergency bag to go. Like, oh, if yeah. something happens. Like, My trunk is because... stocked at all times. Water, yeah. some snacks, clothes. 
Period. Like, I don't yeah. know what's about to happen, but... So, yeah, but you ready? I'm ready. Cause, yeah, because after the storm, like, it, the sky was, like, super red. And yeah. I was like, do the sunsets always look like this? And I'm just nah, inside? It was like, it was bad, actually. I took a picture because I was like, is something... I was like, is the end near? Like, what's so happening? So you took a picture? I sure <laughs> did take a picture. <laughs> what the fuck else was I going to do? What are you going to do? Show Jesus? Be like, hey, look at this. He'd be like, yeah, I know I did that. Like... It was just to look back at my phone and be like, oh, yeah, the storm was Remember when day, we like... almost died? Remember when the apocalypse happened? Oh, my God. You're going to be in line at the gates. Be like, girl, did you see this? Yeah. And then the person from South Dakota going to be like, yeah, over here was lime green. It was lime green in South Dakota. Lime green? That's wild. And one of my friends down in Texas was like, yeah, the sky was looking real hazy and orange. I was like, oh, not all on the same day. Oh, Okay. Dang. I was like, what's going on in the sky? Like, is it was is a shift? Like, what happened? Like, we... I don't know. Something happened. Girl, I am tired of living through historical anomalies. Literally, because I was like, oh, like we're in the end of days. Because, you know, I think I don't know where I read this at, but it was saying it was just like, um, like with climate change, it's not just going to end. It's just going to be like a bunch of natural disasters yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, not it's starting because natural disasters like rarely happen here in Maryland. Mm-hmm. So I was like tornado. Yeah, like we had it. There was a tornado a couple of weeks ago. I was like, it was hailing, and yeah, and then the, the storm was really bad because we was looking outside. It was giving hurricane, like for real. I'm just gonna y'all sitting on the porch watching it. What was we gonna do? Ain't nothing else to do. Power went out. We just like, well, okay, uh, watch well the storm. Might as well look at it. <laughs> for real, that's really what people used to do in the old days, like in the sixties and shit. They'd be like, well, let's go watch the storm. Like, hello. It's like, what else is there to do? Like, True. and plus, it was just loud. You know, the thunder was so loud. It was lightning. You know, the it wind was, was super loud. high. Like, yeah. the thunder was so loud that I it was think everyone the house. around here knows that one loud boom it sounded like a bomb. Yeah. It shook everybody's house. I, it I did was shake like, the house. I is was this like, what it's like to be in war? I, <laughs> I was like, our foundation is not sturdy, yo. I was like, that house is going to blow away. I was like, oh, no. I was thinking, I was like, what's the safest place in the house? Like, I think they say, like, go in the middle of the house, kind of. Yeah. So I was like, okay, here are the middle part. The middle. I don't know where I heard Why would it at. be the middle? Like, if there was, like... Oh, if something blew off. So you're, like, away from, like, windows and, oh. like, all the other stuff. So in case, like, I don't know. You could go in the, the laundry wind room. smashed the window. Our laundry room is near the... Oh, the side. side door. So that's a window right there. So I was like, okay, we have to be here like next kind of next to my room with our bathroom like hallway closet area i think oh. that's the probably safest the yeah. safest place to be at if there was like a wild ass shit like come through windows and shit i don't know Hope if the windows i was just starting open? to think i was like maybe i need to start thinking about this if we see the way that uh things are going i love how we have switched positions i'm literally like you know what i'm thinking about starting smoking weed again and maybe i'll try <laughs> you know like i'm just like who cares like that's why i'm so i feel like i was so concerned about stuff ending and like stuff collapsing and now i'm just like i think i have overexhausted my anxiety to the point of apathy mm. and i'm like you know what i'm gonna drink some tea i'm gonna get another book hmm. yep i'm asleep i think I, I saw someone tweet they were like um when people were talking about oh we're about to be in two pandemics and they were just like lights blunt i was like man that's me but not right now because i ran out and now i can't afford nothing so i was like damn guess yeah. i'm with a tolerance break Hate it here. You can join us. <laughs> I was like, I, mean, I think the last tea break I took was like 2020. So mm-hmm. I was like, I guess I'm overdue. But like, Fair. for what? Like, Let's switch. Yeah, it's about to smoke mm-hmm. weed again. <laughs> My mom like oh my sniffed me the other day and she was like, are you smoking marijuana again? I was like, I'm literally huh? been sober. Like, 
Now what? she's smelling phantom weed. Phantom like, oh. weed. She thinks she's a cop so bad. Because, well, I think it's because when I was about to, like, I was about to, I had a backpack on. I was going to go study. Um, and my mom was like, where are you going? I was like, you know, smoke weed with my friends, do drugs. I, like, I was joking, though. Like, I thought. <laughs> she was like, well, yesterday you said you were going to smoke weed. I was like, what? Like. It was a joke. Yeah, I was like, there's a disconnect here. <laughs> there's <laughs> obvious disconnect. I think also she's smelling, like, the, uh. The stuff I'd be burning, like, I'll burn, like, the uh, Palo Santo or, like, the... That shit do not smell like weed. My parents don't know what weed smells like. Neither of them have ever Should smoked. they not? Shouldn't they know what it smells like? You would it's think. Just, California and Jamaica. Smell it anywhere, like... No, they've never smoked weed. They've ne- they said they've never been around weed at all. Like, they don't... You know what? That's good for the people who do so that they can be incognito. <laughs> but I was like, my grandma definitely smells... I was like... <laughs> Her ass, definitely. I was like, uh, okay, whatever. I feel like even if you don't smoke, like, you know what it smells like. They said they, I don't think they know what it smells like. I feel like they lying. I feel like they're not. My parents are squares, so. <laughs> yeah. I feel I'm like they're dead. not lying, actually. <laughs> My dad is definitely not lying. I like, he's, anytime I burn anything, it could be a piece of paper. He'd be like, who's smoking weed? I'm like, what are you talking about? I was like, I feel like you would know, like, I don't know. Like, I was burning paper outside to keep the flies away, like, when I was sitting on the deck eating breakfast, because, like, they don't, like, smoke mm-hmm. and fire. So I was just burning, like, little pieces of paper to keep the smoke going. He was like, are you smoking weed? I was like, huh? Uh. Doing the most. So <laughs> dumb, like. <laughs> I'm like, shit, I'd hope my neighbors are like that, too, because I sure, it'd be any times of the day, I'd be po- going outside. Help. And I'd be like, well. I got I got this little spoof little smoke buddy thingy, but that filter has long since been gone. But I put I put like uh dryer sheets on the outside, so I'd be like, well, maybe it helps a little bit, but if it don't, who cares? Yeah, my friend and I used to do not that I've ever done drugs, but um <laughs> like he would take a toilet paper roll or like a paper towel roll and yeah, stuff with the dry, dryer sheets and then we <laughs> Yep. I was doing that in my apartments too. It worked, course, low key. It worked. All my apartments was like uh, non-smoking. But now that I think about it, I wonder if my last apartment, it was me. Because we did get a couple <laughs> of emails. <laughs> and it was like, so we've gotten reports of smelling weed in the stairwells and the hallways. This is a non-smoking building. And I'll be like, man, it's not me. I know I'm good. Like, I know I'd be good at like disguising oh, it. Oh, brother. But I was like, shit, maybe it was me. Every weed I smoker. Do I smell like weed? Nah, man, you good, you good, you good. Right. But then because they said the stairwell, I was like, well, I'm not stupid enough to smoke in the stairwell. You so live by the stairwell, dummy. Me. Not that close to the stairwell. Oh. Then maybe and, like, it wasn't I would, you. It would all go out the window. I had the fan on. I would plug my door. So I was like, what are they talking about? It could I was be like, I hope it wasn't me. But if it was, it wasn't stopping nothing. So. I don't know if my <laughs> building was not smoking or not. I definitely was chiefing in there. Right, I was like, it literally don't matter. Give me an open window. We good to go. Oh, them windows was not even open in uh, ah! studio, baby. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah. In my first apartment, when I lived on the basement level, mm-hmm. the I couldn't figure out how to open the window, but I literally would just smoke in the apartment. And Screaming at that place, burning down. Whoa. It didn't burn down. <laughs> there was a fire on the top floor. Please. <laughs> <laughs> it's still standing. Still standing. I'm, I'm. But I'm dead. They didn't even tell nobody nothing. And they had me. I was living in there. And it was supposed to <laughs> not be. <laughs> I was like, so oh when God. are they all going to cut the water back on? And Help. they were like, you shouldn't be living there. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, this building is condemned. 
And I was like, y'all ain't sent nobody an email or nothing. No like, notice. <laughs> that was funny. I'm sorry. That wasn't funny, right. but when... I, <laughs> it was a little funny. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, damn, your water's still out? I was like, you should probably call yeah. someone. You're like, I shouldn't have to. <laughs> I shouldn't. Like, <laughs> but uh, I'll miss that apartment because... I, like, I don't know if anybody, if the smoke ever went up the vents or if anyone else in the building ever smelt anything, but I was just smoking freely in my apartment. No the only time I had issues was when I, you were there. I think a couple of, like, a few other people were there, but my neighbor um, banged on our door when we were smoking in my apartment. And she, like, banged on the, the side door, not the front door. And then we all got, like, dead silent. We were like, <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> Because we were just like, why? Because no one knocks at the door. Right. So we were like, what's going on? I was like, and we were like, <laughs> we were just dead silent. I was like, but I was like, my downstairs neighbor definitely was doing crack. So. Right. So I'd be like, I feel like y'all can't even say nothing. Like. Like definitely. It was not. Probably meth. Like, I think it was meth, honestly. Like, because my dad was like, it smells crazy in here. Like, he was like, that. <laughs> no. <laughs> but he can't distinguish uh, incense from weed smell. Okay. I never got caught yep they Same. would be they'd be like we're coming to your apartment i was like oh no you not <laughs> that little success spray held me down um, yes yeah i was like maybe i don't know because people are like how are people raw dogging life like you have no medication i was like maybe i need to get back on lexpro i mean it killed my sex drive but i ain't having sex no way so so i guess it don't matter <laughs> i guess like it don't matter i was like maybe i should and then i was like maybe i should start making my own alcohol maybe it'd be a maybe i'd drink again I was like, that's not, I don't really get anything done. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like drinking. Like, I ran out of weed yesterday, and I had these little, these little things of wine, and I was like, oh, well, I guess we're doing this today. <laughs> but I was like, this is not the same. Like, this is not the same. But then, if I start smoking again, y'all gonna get a tinfoil hat B. <laughs> and I'm gonna start with my conspiracy theories again. I'm a, like, I just, I don't know. Maybe I needed to do Indica. I was definitely Sativa Diva. Like, I don't mm. know. I do anything. Be like, all right, which one? But I don't feel like I don't like being sluggish. I don't. I like doing stuff. Like I like being sluggish, lazy, lazy and unconcerned. <laughs> it really depends on the strain, for real, for real. Like I don't and, like. I don't like being like. I don't like smoking and then going to sleep. Like I feel like that's just a waste of my day. I mean, I think you probably smoke too much. If you smoke and you immediately need to go to sleep, you do no, too not much. like go to sleep, but like I just like I'm like yeah, I just want to watch movies and like not do anything. Like I hate. Oh, you gotta get the right strain. I don't feel like testing all of them. True. Well, I don't know. I feel like there's no other way to know than to try which ones, like, make you feel the best, like, the way you want to feel. Child. Life is my drug. Music's my drug. <laughs> Screaming. Because I was like, oh, I probably need a tolerance break. But I think I just need to switch straight. Because I've been, I, the, what, I, this ounce I had lasts me from January. Wow. For real, shout out to my bong. Like, really be stretching it out. Oh, and I gave away all my paraphernalia. <laughs> mm. I was like, I'm and done with it. I'm through. You know through. what? Let me not smoke weed again because last time I thought I died. So, ah, screaming. <laughs> I'm like, you just gotta do like two hits and you done. Like small hits and then you done. Nar, nar, nar. No, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like like microdosing. Be I like, be going oh, to the cute. moon. Like I don't know what's wrong with my brain chemistry. Maybe maybe it's my maybe it's truly me. And it, my brain. He's like, you know what? It's just because even when I would do like one hit, 
like before I even before 2020 I would do like one hit with my friends I remember we were outside and I was like the police are here and my friends were like what I was like look the light is on that pole and they were like there's no light on that pole and I was like oh the pole's just like light skin I was blowing everybody's high I screaming terrible like I don't think I'm I'm not fun to smoke with I don't like smoking by myself like I'm just not you know it's me well I wouldn't say you like at the time we smoked I wouldn't say you weren't fun to smoke with I feel like I blow people's high Oh, I guess I never had that experience, but I definitely, I definitely blow people's high though. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not afraid to admit it. Like I'm definitely, you know, sometimes, you know, marijuana's not for everybody. Yeah. You know, like I just don't think it's for me sometimes. Like I, I, I wish, but it's just not my brain chemistry. I don't think it's because either I want to do something and the other person is like, no, like bitch, just sit down. Or I'm, like, freaking out. I'm, like, guys, raccoons are sent by the CIA. Like, <laughs> I'm definitely one of them. True. Some Yeah, sometimes, like, people don't be on the same wavelength yeah. when you're high. And they'd be, like, bro, like, let's just do, let's just chill. And they'd be, like, well, I want to do this. And they'd be, like, we're not on the same wavelength right, right now. Like, I'm definitely a, <laughs> okay, I just did something. Like, let's go outside and, like, have fun. Most yeah. times. I also, I hate being with people who be, like, oh, my God, the government is doing chemtrails. Because now you scare me. Like, <laughs> Like, now you scare me. I don't want to think about that. I just love smoking my own weed. I just love listening to music, watching videos, playing games, like, relaxing, like... See, but I'm not a... You're a naturally relaxed person. I'm not. Maybe that's... I'm not relaxed at all, ever. I do just... I'd be like, let's just sink further into relaxation. Hell no. I'm, like, even in normal life, not relaxed person. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Just never been relaxed, never felt that. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot sit still. Like, the other day I was like, you know what? I'm going to start carpentry. <laughs> they got this carpentry program near me. I was like, you know what? I'm screaming. I was about to ask. They got a class? <laughs> they do. You can get certified as a contractor carpenter. I was like, before I get a house, like, I'm going to spend the two years and do, like, get my carpentry license. Because I was like, goal? I want to be the dyke that remodels their own house. I do. Ooh. It's very important to me. Also... I'm mad cheap. I'm sorry. Well, not cheap. I'm very frugal. And I don't trust nobody. So, all three of those things combined. <laughs> so, I was like, ooh, I mean, I'm gonna do I think that's a good skill to learn. Yeah, like, why not? Like, I do want to learn how to build stuff and, like, remodel stuff. And I would just, like... And, like, I have a very specific way I envision my house. So, like, why not learn the skills mm-hmm. to do that myself? I don't know. So, I was yeah. like, I'm gonna you better do better be the carpenter on the ranch. Carpenter. I'm gonna be the pilot. I'm about to get my pilot's license because apparently that only takes two years. I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna just. I'm just doing like you know how in like do video, everything in video games they just be doing side quests. Like I feel like yeah, I just be constantly <laughs> doing side quests. I'd be like, fuck it. I'm gonna do this. Like fuck it. I'm gonna do that. Like and you know why not? Why not? Why like, not? Like if nothing's stopping you. Yeah, I feel like I'm just on a series of like side quests, and I'm like, mm, that looks interesting. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. Cause why not? As long as it's like why not brings me like some type of joy like yeah i feel like especially in these terrible terrible times terrible times I, also terrible times when i get my pilot's license we out like yes let's find a remote island yeah <laughs> i think i can get it in like a six months to a year for like a small aircraft uh mm. it's like a small personal aircraft like the little tiny planes i mean i'm scared of them joints but you know <laughs> much you trying to fly one well you have to before you can fly a jet anyway uh so i was like i'm gonna do that and then maybe i'll get like a jet license i don't know just for fun like it's like two years <laughs> like when you realize most of these things besides college like everything else is like two years 
Mm. I'm like, two years of college, learn a trade. Yeah, I was like, actually bring back trades, like, (laughs) release the trade. Um, (laughs) No, but I was like, yeah, everything else is like two years. I was like, why not? The two years is going anyway. Yeah, why not? Fuck it. Um, Speaking of music, release your trade. (laughs) Uh, Well, it literally is release your trade, because Steve Lacey. (laughs) Steve Lacey said, I release the homosexual demon with it like like whoa i was like <laughs> that i released my homosexuality <laughs> he came for blood um he dropped gemini rights in the past week i think it was first of all dropping gemini rights during cancer season <laughs> i feel like it was a little disrespectful i like, feel like cancer. what happened it. that it couldn't drop in gemini season you know i'm gonna argue but, that cancers deserve the disrespect <laughs> maybe it was a cancer that hurt cancers him. are okay I think maybe you bias. I am. You know, I got two pieced by three water signs in the same summer. So (laughs) I think I'm good. True. You're like, you know what? I've learned my lesson. I've learned my lesson. I'm staying away from that. Bro, everybody on Tinder is a goddamn Pisces. I'd rather eat my own foot. (laughs) You're like, I'm not doing this again. Hell no. (laughs) Fool me one time. (laughs) Um, But yeah, Steve Lacey, I think it was a nice project. I really liked it, actually. Um, Let me not front. I think his vocals are definitely a lot better than they have been on previous projects. I think I like this one more than Apollo 21. Uh, Mercury, Mm. definitely my favorite song. I really like the Brazilian jazz influence and it's like three, four time. It's a little like the bass is a lot faster. Yes, I've already started working on it. I think it's fun. Um, (laughs) I was kind of confused about the setup of the album though. uh, When I went back and listened to it a couple more times because it was just like, I don't know. I think maybe like the only thing that I would, change like not to be like you should change this but like probably like the restructuring of how the album like which, which song goes where um yeah. kind of doesn't make sense to me and it would probably help it flow more as conceptually but i do really like the i like bad habit i like mercury i like amber when i listened to it again i was like i actually like the song and what's the last one? Oh, and i really like give you the world i think those are my top ones yeah, I think I only listened to it like a couple times and it was on the speaker. So I was like, I was, I was not wowed or anything on the first, on the first couple of listens. I was like, yeah, it was okay. Like mm-hmm. it was all right. I'll have to give it some more listens in the headphones Yeah, to have my final verdict, but I don't think I'm going to like it as much as you do. I think also it's just like my style of music versus yours. Mm, true. I don't know. But I mean, I really, well, like I enjoyed Steve Lacey's music from before this project. Right. Though, so I'm like... You liked Apollo? I liked Apollo 21. It was all right. I liked it okay. Like, I liked it enough to download it. And I don't I don't think I... I think I downloaded every single song. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I like it enough to download the whole thing. And, like, I listened to it a little bit. I don't think there were too many skips on it for me. Mm-hmm. But there were some songs where it was just like... It was all right, you mm-hmm. know? Like, it was okay. Of course, the Steve Lacey's demo, his best work. Never gonna top it. Love that project. But, you know, we're just not going to get those 2017 vibes again. It's okay. And 2017 was a different time. It was a different time, you know? So, and we're just not going to get that back. And that's okay. It's okay. Let's release. It's okay. We can just listen to the old shit. <laughs> listen to the Literally, old shit. you want the old shit? Go listen to it. <laughs> right. But I think some of my, I also really like Mercury. I think Bad Habit, I think that was, I think that's probably the best song, one of the best songs on the album. And I also really liked give you the world mm-hmm. and sunshine i think okay so those are just the few standout tracks i remember from the first couple listens so i think oh i think i like cody freestyle a little bit i think it it kind of it was like the same beat the entire time mm-hmm. like it was kind of one of those songs where it's like 
I don't know, like, it just kind of, like, goes on. Kind of like, like an that. interlude kind of thing, but it was Kind of, yeah. And, like, I didn't dislike it. Like, I like it, but I was waiting for it to, like, for, like, a beat switch up right. or, like, a chord progression yeah. or something. True. So I was like, we could have beefed that song up a bit. But yeah. Because it's, like, four minutes. Yeah. Which I was like, a lot of these songs on here were above or almost at three minutes or above. So I was like, okay, yeah, there's only had... one song. There's like two songs that are under three minutes. Like, yeah, I was like, I was like, okay, Steve, we had stuff to say. We had stuff to say. He finished. And he said, he I finished don't the like songs no more. I'm. I like. Oh, he finished the songs, win. which I really liked. It, it wasn't like that abrupt, you know, characteristic Steve Lacey like just end. Um, we got yeah. a fade out. We got progression, which I thought was really nice. I really like Mercury. I think I like it because it has like that Brazilian samba kind of feel. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind more music that sounds like that. I think he did. Uh, the genre yeah. justice and it flows really well with his like original kind of feel yeah i was like we definitely could have had like a one or two more songs with yeah that feel because that was really the only one yeah but i don't know maybe that just wasn't the vision I don't maybe know. that wasn't a vision i don't know i can't i can't say what the vision was or what a better vision would have been because this yeah. felt like white man broke my heart it felt very similar to raven Linnae in the subject matter like white man broke my heart i'm about to drag you <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Maybe I have to rethink my. I don't like my people dating white men because I was like, if I get good music out of it, did I lose? Screaming. Be like, well, it was not all for nothing. It was not all for nothing. Sorry about your heart, but. <laughs> but I've I've also still been listening to Flow EP, the lead. Oh, they snapped. I listened. This, yeah, I like it. It's been on repeat, like whole project, like. I don't know. Every song just kind of slap. Like, <laughs> even Summertime is really growing on me. Like, Another Guy is becoming one of my favorites. The acoustic, like, yeah. The acoustic. I was like, yes. Because it's nice to sing along to as well. Like, just like a real um, nice stripped down version. Yeah. I love Feature Me so much. Like, Pop, that's the song. And- it's the song. Right. We were like, we like, I was like, I want them to have like a nice choreographed music video because right. it just feels like it give you that boom like you could just hit them boom cacks like boom cacks <laughs> give me that boom cack yeah the the pauses within the different verses and the different like lines of music really help yeah elevate it i think the, yeah the producers they snapped they did what they had to do like it was just it was everything and then i like the lyrics a little bit because she's they're like you know take the lead she was like touch on me get on your knees I'll take the lead. I was like, yeah, get on your knees. Like, <laughs> help. It reminded me of Cheetah Girls. Um, yeah, they were like putting this, their songs like over Cheetah Girls video and like the Bratz video. And I was like, this is exactly the vibes. It like, does. It feels very much like that. This is exactly the vibes. And it's like quality. It's not like corny or nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know they were excellent. British. Yeah, they're British. I saw them talking. I was like, oh, <laughs> we're British love. In it, bros. <laughs> They're good, and like I saw how because I think when we, we were listening to it together, and you were like, "That girl sounds kind of like Normani." I don't she know literally who was, did. I don't know whose voice is who at this point, but that one girl, she did sound a little bit like Normani. That's I was like, "Okay, I was like, she I, might as well join." I see, but I was like, "Do Normani be singing like this?" Maybe I feel like slightly. I don't know. If you like Normani, or you want to listen to Normani's music, you could listen to the lead and get your fix screaming <laughs> i feel like you could get your fix like i'm not saying that's not no, that's not a slight on either artists or any of the artists but it's like mm-hmm. if you wait for the normani album still go ahead and put on the lead and get you a fix and 
Right. Be like, this is what Normani could be making. Right. Like, like this is, <laughs> I feel like this is Normani music. Mm. I feel like it is. Yeah. I would expect, like, if Normani had dropped these same songs, I'd been like, yeah, like, this makes sense. True. I'd have been like, wow, the wait was worth it. Like, no. Nah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This is about to be my my latest obsession. Like, I love a project I can just be obsessed over. And it's so good that I could hear it all day, every day. And it still hits every time. <laughs> every time. Like, feature, like, I'd be dancing down in my room just like, dun 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 like period um i re-listened to lizzo's album after i left her oh house. yeah we listened I... to lizzo's album together i was like eh, we skipped i don't listen to lizzo i'm not a lizzo fan like her music i'm not a fan of the music child oh God. i've been i don't know truth hurts really turned me off from her music because i hated that song <laughs> Like every time I heard that nursery rhyme ass doom doom doom, I wanted to scratch my eardrums out. (laughs) Like I hated that fucking piano and that song. Like God. Um, I listened to it while I was skating on um the back deck, and I listened to it like the sky was shining. It was beautiful outside. Birds chirping, all that. Definitely changed. It's. I feel like you already have to be in a good mood when you listen to the project. You cannot be in a sour mood. Yeah, it was, it's very positive, positive, inspirational music. And maybe I was like, maybe this is not my vibe. Like, I don't, maybe I don't want happy music. Hater alert, hater alert, <laughs> grumpy bitch alert. Like, I love emotional music. Talking about like, some, like, um, like cardboard box from, from flow. Like, yeah, like you, I caught you cheating and now you're leaving. I'm kicking you out. I'm changing the locks. Like, I like the emotion, not no... Yes, I'm beautiful. Love myself and me and my bitches. Blah blah. I was like, okay, like it's cute for somebody, but maybe not for me. Yeah, it was definitely <laughs> like you had to be already in a good mood to listen to the album. Because yeah. when we were in your room listening to it, I was like, skip, skip. Yeah, skip. I was in not just lyrically but musically, musically as well. I was like, girl, this is this is not for me. It's not for she me. She love a bitch though. She loves him, bitch. She love. She loves. <laughs> she'd be like, bitch, or like she just she's saying bitch in every song like she's like these are my bitches i'm a like love my my bitches blah 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 now will i continue to put it on repeat maybe not like i wouldn't say it's my favorite album of the year or anything like that that's not what i'm saying but i think because it reminds me like the whole time though i was thinking like i feel like i could see these lyrics if i walked into tj maxx or marshall's or burlington coat factory on like one of those little chuggy signs or like a t-shirt or something (laughs) like that Um, Oh, yeah. I was saying, like, it's very, like, the lyrics are very, like, caption ready. Caption ready. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know. Which I'm not mad at. I might be because I feel like that's what kind of turned me off from listening to Drake after a while. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. He did kind of have the lyrics that people were like, ooh, this is a good caption for the Instagram, blah, blah, blah. The caption ready lyrics because it just felt, I don't know, too, like, on the nose. I don't really like things Mm -hmm. that are super on the nose. Um, Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's definitely like a, you're roller skating, you're like out having a wonderful day, like you're already in a positive mood and then it makes you in a more positive mood. I wouldn't listen to this if I was depressed though. It's very positive music. Yeah, this, if I was like sad and did not feel good that day and I listened to this, this would piss me off. Yeah, I mean, maybe it could, it could be a pick me up for somebody. For somebody. I'm, for me personally, I I would be like, fuck this. (laughs) Yeah, but when we were listening to I was like, you know, I was like, maybe somebody need to hear that message today. I don't know. But I was 
Although maybe somebody really needed this, but it wasn't me. Retail workers, get ready. Yes, yeah, so a lot of those songs were very retail friendly. If you work at H&M, prepare yourself. <laughs> yeah. Birthday girl, I think it was. Yeah, get ready for that one. It's going to be everywhere in the store. If you don't like Lizzo, <laughs> get you some earphones before you go to the, you know, the market. Like Screaming. You know what? I can't like, even I, be mad at her, though, because... I can't. Like, get she's making music she likes to make. And, she, and if she wants to make positive, bad bitch music, like, that's good for her and the people that enjoy that. And you know what? She's definitely getting a big old check from um, yep. Autumn Retail playlist. Oh, yeah. Like... Yep. It's, give, it's definitely commercial-friendly music, like... She better get paid for sure. She getting paid. I can't. Which even, I can't be mad at. I cannot be mad because if that's what they want, I don't care if you don't like it. Uh, yeah. Daddy Walmart like it. <laughs> like who got the right. money? You give me a stream. They give me bucks. Yeah, I'd say like the one song I really liked was "About Damn Time," just because yeah. I, I really like that disco feel. That was like one one of two songs we actually listened to all the way through. The bass, <laughs> yeah, and on both of those songs, I think the bass was really carrying. Yeah, I think the other song we liked was Naked. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like, it was cute. Like, you know, I didn't, jam. I think I liked the production better than other songs on that mm-hmm. project. But probably not going to download it because I like to download full bodies of work. And if the whole album wasn't hidden and I don't care that much about the few songs, right. it just won't be downloaded on my phone. Um, I think you should download Demi Lovato's new song and a couple of their mm. older ones. Honestly, I don't know. I saw a live version of Demi Lovato performing Substance. I forgot that Demi Lovato... Oh, was it Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. That one. I think I saw a clip. I was like, okay, they still got it. Yeah. I forgot Demi Lovato could sing. Yeah. Like, they blow, actually. Um, And then I found out Demi Lovato's name is Demetria Devon Lovato. I was like, oh, very... (laughs) Demetria. Very urban. (laughs) (laughs) Very urban. Urban. So then I went and listened to it on Spotify... And then I was like, you know, I kind of have to like detach them from Disney, I think, because it does remind me of Disney, but that's also the last time I listened to it. And I went back and listened to uh, a couple of their other songs. Skin on My Teeth is a really good song by them. It's really good. Like. Probably will not be listening to their music. But, I'm going mm-hmm. to listen. I was like, I forgot that. I don't know. I feel like I'm a Demi Lovato stand by default. We share a birthday. So I feel like. I, I don't know. I feel loyalty to them. I don't know. You feel connected. Like, like I feel like, I don't know. Whenever I, when I found that out, I was like, maybe like eight or something. I was like, oh, me and De-. like, it was like, everybody was like, who has your birthday in Google or whatever. And it was like, Demi Lovato. And I was like, okay, that's my bitch. Like, you know, you feel connected. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Because they was doing like pop music for a minute. And I was like, don't nobody want to hear that. They're back yeah. in the rock bag. Okay. Okay. So. Are they dropping an album? Yeah. It's called Holy Fuck. Okay, cursing in the title. Right, I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, but like Skin on My Teeth was about like them going to rehab and how they barely survived and all this stuff. Very like emotional music that wasn't necessarily about love, which I have been looking okay. for. I can give with that. So I was like, I'm gonna I'm give, holy fuck. I don't know. I feel like maybe it's just my algorithm on Twitter that has shown me all this stuff. But I was like, you know what? I feel a Demi Lovato resurgence. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, So I'm gonna listen to the album. You know what? When does it come out? Mm, I don't know. It doesn't say. How, how are they doing all these performances and stuff? And well, I guess maybe to drum up release date. Man, I don't know. Seems like it's coming out. I don't know, but it's like more rock sounds. So I was like, okay, I'm excited. Okay, might check it out. Might yeah. not. I will. I feel. I feel a special type of loyalty and connection. 
a kinship, if a, you will. A kinship, if you will. That's... <laughs> So, uh, a couple weeks ago, we had watched P Valley season two, episode six, and you can watch new episodes with us on Sundays in the Discord. Link in the description. And so this episode started off with a sex scene that I thought was Mercedes, but unfortunately it was Big Bone and Diamond. I was like, is this your house, Diamond? Because I was like, is this a table? What is going on? It was definitely his house. I think they were on the bed in the first part. Oh, oh, and then they moved to the table. I was like, yeah, mm, yeah, I definitely thought it was Mercedes. They have the same breastesis yeah um, i wish it was mercedes like i don't know i don't like big bones so i was like the acting's terrible like the acting was terrible i was like yeah this is how y'all start the episode this acting is terrible miracle like, wads cannot act that was yeah like her voice was just i don't know some of the voice is off i think it's the cadence she'd be like and the i don't know all it's all, all wrong, of it all she's of worse it. than autumn <laughs> she's worse than she, autumn yeah, she, I think, yeah, I was like, accent, like, voice-wise, I do think Autumn does a better job. Yeah. Like, at least I can, like, I don't think, like, ugh, Autumn's a terrible actor, but Miracle Watts, I'd be like, mm. bro, Big Bone, terrible. Terrible, like, terrible, like <laughs> it's, like, so obvious, like, way more obvious than Autumn. She'd be like, life. my name, Big Bone, and I am, like, she acts as if she's reading it off of a, like, a, like, a jumbo screen in the back. Yeah. And it's going one word up at a time. My mm. name is Big Bone, and I come here, Daddy. Like one <laughs> syllable at a time. God, like Jesus Christ, acting classes for real. But so they're like in missionary or whatever, and like Big Bone, she is like making eye contact with Diamond, but he keeps like looking away, and like she's turning his face back to her, but he like he keeps seeing like Kijan's face. Help. So I was like hmm interesting and so then he was like he like turned her over because he was like listen we're not about to keep doing this eye contact so So then they finish and then big bone is like oh like you always coming in that condom i want that in my mouth i hated that i hated that the way she said it was the way she said it was i want nanny mom she talks like she has fucking peanut butter in her throat right she was like you always coming in that condom i want that in my mouth girl please it was so unsexy and the fact that both of them are very attractive people and this scene was so unsexy i don't know if i would say very they're both like objectively very attractive sure objectively like objectively like they have nice faces they have nice bodies like they're you know traditionally attractive people this scene was so unsexy it literally pained me and to the fact that these two actors are together in real life, you, how they got no chemistry. No chemistry. Like, there was no chemistry through the scene. It was stiff. Like, I didn't like it. Wish I didn't see it. But Diamond was like, nah, like, you know, any man got says no, he needed to dispose of his seed. And Big Bone's like, you know, I don't want no babies. And Diamond's like, yeah, I don't want no hexes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he said, I'm smart. Okay, and she was like, you know, I'm the one that got a hex put on her. You got a bitch over here digmatized. And then she, like, walks over, gets some water, and she sees that Montavious's ring up on his little altar thingy. And that's, I was like, she a op. And like, I was like, you don't got that room closed? She a op. It, like, it seemed like it was just open floor plan. 
I was like, I'm sorry, open mm-hmm. floor pan is killing me. I ain't seen no doorway or nothing. Like, she was just walking. <laughs> like, Diamond, you live in a shack? What's going on? Right. And so she was like, I in the ring a little too much for my comfort, which I was like, confirmed up. Like, she's after y'all. Like, she's after, she's trying to find out the truth of what happened that night. Right. Like, and so then, like, she walks close to the ring and she almost touches it. But then Diamond comes up behind her. He was like, you trying to wake up with warts all over your face with them legs twisted around and titties growing out your back? And Big Bone was like, I don't think that'd be a good look. And he was like, well, I wouldn't touch that if I was you then. And she was like, what is it? And he was like, it's protection. And she's like, you know, you don't seem like the type that type of nigga that need no protection. And he was like, yeah, like we all need some saving now and again. And then he looks at his phone and Big Bone like asked what's up. And Diamond was like, you know, I just got this little space tournament. I got to run security for tonight. And then Big Bone was like, why you don't do security for the pink no more? Like, you must have tried to save one of them hoes wasn't ready to be saved. Kind of. Well. Well. And Diamond was like, who told you that? And Big Bone was like, you know, your eyes. It was so bad when she said that. Yo, like, eyes. Oh. I'm like, girl, are you reading one letter at a time? What the fuck? <laughs> and she was, you know, they so heavy. Every time you fucking me, they be closed. Next time, I want them chestnut eyes wide open. Just like this dripping wet pussy. <laughs> if I had to... And I was like, these people are together. In real life and could not bring any of that on screen. Like, it was so awkward. Like, just like this dripping white pussy, you hear me? And I'm like, is this how you, like, were, okay. Yeah. I was like, like sorry, if someone told me, like, if somebody told me in person, like, this dripping white pussy, I'm like, have some fucking couth. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, I don't know why she's so pressed for eye contact. Y'all are just... You know what? Fucking. No, it's important. Because why are we here then? Like, give me the, get, the get, gobble So we both get our rocks off. Like, right. Like, it's important to some people. I guess. I don't know. I feel like why is she pressed for eye contact? They're not together. I mean, in this context, why is she pressed for eye contact? It's like, mm, but maybe that's also helps her get off. I don't know her. It's a form of intimacy. Sure. <laughs> so anyway, Diamond s- says, like, he proposes that, you know, we should make next time right now. And then they start fucking on the table across from the altar. And then the camera kind of pans and focuses on the ring before ending the scene. I was like, foreshadowing, something with Big Bone. I think so. I was confirmed. Diamond. Makes sense, but... I was suspicious of her from the beginning. This scene was just so hideous to my eyes. Hated it. Like, wow. How do you have a worse sex scene than... Chomp. Anyways, so... <laughs> so, next scene, we're going to, like, this little party in the parking lot with Lil Murda's gang, Hurt, Hurt Village Hustlers, and Lil Murda pull up in, like, this brand new, like, green and red car, and... For anyone who plays Splatoon, it kind of reminded me of Splatoon color, like a little mix. I don't know why. But, <laughs> but anyway, so he hops out of the car and it's all like slow motion while he's walking up next to Big T. And I thought I was like, is this gay slow motion? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it was gay slow motion. And then uh, Murder was like, you know, now you know we wasn't going to not bring a soldier home, right? And he like tossed the keys to Big T and he got like a big smile on his face. I was like, oh, it's nice to see him, see him happy. I know Murder mm-hmm. taking care of his man, my man, my his man. His man, my man. 
Right. And so then Murder like stands on the back of one of these trucks and he's like makes a toast to Big T. He's all like, you know, we've gathered here today to raise a double cup to one of HVH's most brolic niggas. Not all of us make it out that dark. Not all of us ever make it to see that light. And that's why today's special. You know, they say found family is forever and we're going to hold you down on the, other, on the outside. It's like you held us down on the inside. And he's like, you know, whatever you need, baby boy, we got you. Like, here's your new ride and Hurt Village Hustlers for life. And the whole crowd is like, for life. It's really cute. And then Teek is like in the car in the next scene or in the next shot. And he's tearing up. You know, he's really at a loss for words. And Murder kind of pulls up beside him outside of the driver's side. And he's like, you all right? Uh, and Teek is like really emotional because it seems like Murder is finally taking care of him. Like in a way that kind of repays him for what you know, Teak took the fall on the inside of jail. Um, yeah, I guess this was kind of like his, like, homecoming type yeah. thing. So I guess he went straight from jail to, like, on the tour. Right. So this is, and like... now that they have a break. A big celebration. Uh, now that Rome yeah. is dead, basically. <laughs> and so... <laughs> screaming. And so then Teak is, like, he's just doing, like, a bunch of donuts in the parking lot. And I don't know. After watching this again, I was, like... I thought he was just getting emotional just because everyone was, like... Like, everybody was here for him. Mm-hmm. They got this new car. But I was like, maybe it's something else. Yeah, it definitely seemed a little heavier than, like... Yeah, than just, like, oh, like, my people care for me. It was like... Mm. I was like, I'm trying not to spoil it in case someone's listening who hasn't watched the episode yet, but they listen to the recaps. Right. Yeah, it was It was a little... The tears were a little heavier. Like, in a way, like, oh my gosh, these people care about me. But, like, oh my gosh, these people care about me. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, I'm going to just say it. Because it's clear that he had, like, planned the end of the episode, mm-hmm. kind of. So I was thinking, like, he was like, damn, like, I was going through with my plan. But, like, all these people are here for me right. and all that shit. So I was like, mm, yeah, maybe something like that. So in the next scene, we head to the pink. Cliff is sitting around smoking a cigarette. We hear shower water come on in the background. And then Big L walks into the room with a wrench in his hand. And he holds it up. He's like, wait for it wait for it and then the water shuts off and then autumn's like yelling because of course she lives there and she was like what the fuck is going on big l big l and then she like walks out in the towel and the shower cap and she's like what's up with the water i just paid the bill and i'm like oh you pay bills now <laughs> but big l was like you ain't paying me though and i was like this man is really like <laughs> a scam artist through and through he is but she was like i'm not playing with you like turn back on the water i got places to be and then Cliff holds up the red dress and was like, is that where you wearing this pretty old little dress? And Autumn snatches the dress out of Cliff's hand and was like, you know, like, turn the fucking water back on. Give me the dress. And I'm like, I, I guess I didn't 100% understand the purpose of the scene, but I guess the purpose of the scene was to tell us that Autumn was going somewhere. I think, yeah. And I think like, they're just messing with her because she's been, they yeah. found, yeah, they know she's trying to sell the casino. I mean, not the casino. She's trying to sell the pink. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of just like, well, like, let's just mess with her then. Since you want to fuck with our True. shit. Like, you don't get no peace living here. You ain't got no sleep because of y'all. So you ain't gonna get no sleep because of me. You ain't gonna get no hot water because of me. Like, <laughs> so then Big Ellen Cliff are like in the office and they, they see Autumn on the cameras. And then Cliff is like, I'm gonna have to kill her. <laughs> I was like, why do I feel like you're and not joking? They are, I don't think they're joking. Every time they say something about killing Autumn, they are not joking. <laughs> And Big L was like, man, we already got too much blood on our hands. And Cliff was like, she ain't got enough. Like, can you believe after all that we done done for this heifer, she called herself trying to put the club back on the auction block? 
And then she turned back to the cameras and we see Autumn is like giving the finger to the camera because she know they can see her. Mm-hmm. And then Cliff gives the finger right back, but Autumn cannot see her. Right. <laughs> and she's just like, ooh, Audacity is running high in a pandemic, child. And then Big L was saying, you know, the Ugandans, like the guys who was helping out last week, um, or was it a couple episodes ago? A couple episodes Whoever ago. was helping them out before. And he was like, you know, the Ugandans gave me a price on the AC systems. It's like five stacks. And Cliff was like, on top of the 11 stacks, we got to pay the Chuckalisa Health Department in order to re, 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 reopen. <laughs> and he was like, child, I might have to start showing feet online or something. <laughs> and Bill was like, yeah, shit, online might be the move. Yep, start taking the pictures, Cliff. I don't know. I think maybe they might move the pink online somehow, too. Hmm, maybe. And so then Big L, like, shows Cliff, like, an Instagram post of Whisper and Roulette. And it says, like, bringing the pink to the people. Like, come on down the Pussy Valley Annual Spades Tournament. And so, like, like they're trying to, I guess, well, the pink is closed, but we still need to. We need money. Uh, yeah, we still need money. And so Cliff was like, remind me to sue these heifers for copyright infringement. <laughs> and Big L was like, you know, bitches trying to survive. And niggas, too. Like, uh, Duffy's back with a big load. And Cliff was like, you know how I feel about that plug life, Big L. Like, maybe. And then she's like, you know, maybe we should just go down to the police and turn her flat ass in. <laughs> that killed me. For real. <laughs> and Big L was like, man, like, if only if she had pulled the trigger or buried that body. They about to frame her ass. They can't, though, because it, everything would go back on them. Because ultimately, Autumn didn't do nothing. But they still frame Like, her. Mercedes pulled the trigger and Big L and Diamond buried the body. Like. That's- Autumn's hands are clean, which is really sick. Yeah, because that they was only in that situation because of her. And then on top of that, you would think that like, after all, she did for them, she would be nicer. She would, th- her buying the pink would be a way to pay them back. I don't know. Yeah, but now she's literally just about to go around and stab them in the back and sell the pink off. Like, and nobody kind of knows sick. her next move because even Cliff sucks her teeth and is like, Autumn Nightmare, what is your next move? Right, and she's looking all contemplative into the camera. I'm just like, what is her next move? Like, so we cut later to the episode. We see where her next move is. And, like, she's arriving. She's wearing the red dress. She's got her little red wig on. She was not killing shit. Uh, Party yeah, City I wig. Know. I mean, the dress was cute. Party City wig down. <laughs> but it looks like, it's like this event. It looks like a masquerade ball type. Like, people have, like, little... The little masks on their mm-hmm. eyes and stuff and then she walks in and we see that andre is like giving a speech he's like you know thanks for allowing me to reintroduce myself you know we know i we all know i can't feel tied up rough and shoes but i do intend to make his dream of a chuckle lisa renaissance a reality and to do that though we've got to address our sordid past and this casino will come in chuckle lisa and it will bring unprecedented wealth to this town in the poorest county in the poorest state in the union under my leadership we will redistribute that prosperity among all chuckle and the crowd wasn't feeling that because it was scattered. It was across. like, what do you mean you gonna distribute that among all Chuckalisa? Right. They said they said the casino was for us to become wealthy, not Chuckalisa. Not the rest of these niggers. <laughs> Literally, because yeah, the audience was quite Caucasian. Very. And Autumn removes her little eye mask thing from her face, and she was like, "I have a question. What makes you think prosperity is for all is possible?" And then Andre gives his little spiel about I'm up here on this podium. I was a black boy born to a drug addicted mother. My father died when I was seven. I should have been a statistic. But you know, Mayor Tyrell Ruffin 
saw potential in me and nurtured it. It was his guidance and his funding that got me to Morehouse, and I intend to give that same care to all the sons and daughters of Chuckalisa. I didn't really understand. I don't know. Maybe it's just politicians speak and, like, diverting the conversation. Because I was like, you did not answer the question. Right. I guess, I mean, he kind of, he was like, you know, I'm going to use this. I'm going to give the same care to the sons and daughters of Chuckalisa. But I was like. he's going to spread the funding. Yeah, but I was like, okay, Okay. I was like, it just felt like politician spiel. Cause then I was like, why are we getting a, a big applause for this? He didn't really say anything. Right. Honestly, I thought it was because the audience is mostly white and he used the whole, you know, he's like, basically, he's like, I was a crack baby. And I was like, <laughs> he was like, I was a crack. I'm a Negro and I was born to a drug addicted mother, but you see, I made it out here. And the white, the crackers is like, mm, yeah, mm-hmm, look at the Negro up here. Right. And mm, I get- made it out from a crack baby to mayor. Like <laughs> maybe he's like, yeah, like I made it out of there because of money. So like we have to give the other people money. But I was like, you fail to realize that these people do not want that same opportunity for everybody, every Negro and Chuck Lisa, because yeah. then who's going to work for them? Right, exactly. So I think maybe they gave that a little applause because this one sounded more like, it sounded less like he was going to give away all their right. casino money, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. And then Corbin, he's getting a little bold for me. He, I really don't like him. Like, I feel like he was not this unlikable He was season. very, like meek and mild last season yeah they like ramped up the misogyny this he do season. not like, like he he got a little bit of money from his little sale and he think he white man i was like you still uh yeah or maybe he just really he just hates autumn like you I know, know what they have a light skin but off. he also hates women I, for real they really <laughs> are like off. i feel like every time he approached her he'd be flipping his hair in his mind he'd be like he'd be like bitch, bitch. <laughs> like. literally every time he walked up to autumn he was like and what the hell do you think you're doing and then Autumn was like, whatever do you mean, Master Call? I was like, Master versus Master. Like, don't get it twisted. You just Master the Pink. We flipping it right. I was like, we was just calling Autumn Master. Now we calling Kyle Master? Like, all right. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man meme. Battle of the biracials. Battle of the biracials. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, so then Andre walks over and then Corbin's like, did you invite her? And then Andre was like, no. And I was like, why does it feel like you, Andre's handler? Like, a little bit. Because, I don't know. He be getting mm. snippy. He getting too snippy for me. And then Autumn was like, you know, he didn't have to. It's a Black Up High event in Chuckalisa. Word travels fast. So, I guess she, because she owns something in Chuckalisa, she has a little more access to, and she's light-skinned. Um, I don't think so. I think it sounds like people just talk. If there's going to be a Black Tie event, people are just talking about going to the event. But, like, that's why she got in. Because she has, like, she's the owner of the pink. She, like, oh, you know. That's not how she got in. Because in the next moment, like the server brings her the drink, and they were like, "Here you go, Mrs. Seagram Watkins." No, I'm. She so lied. She to be... But I'm saying like, it, Cliff could not have shown up to the red tie event. Like it's a certain stat, like certain look, I guess, of people who can get in. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm getting at. Oh, I guess. But anyway, so she basically pretended to be Andre's wife to get in. Foreshadowing. And Corbin was like, "Oh, not that foreshadowing." <laughs> And Corbin was like, you know, I see how you got past the guest lists. And Autumn was like, well, I figure she wouldn't be here. <laughs> Divorce papers filing as we speak. <laughs> Honestly, this was foreshadowing. They're probably going to get married. Oh, brother. That would literally be the worst thing. <clears throat> She's about to be first lady. Easy. Like, that's a Ooh. slam dunk plot line right there. I wish she would. If she gets her money, I hope she gets her money and leaves. Like, okay, like you did. You did what you came to do. Now get out of the show. <laughs> 
But Andre is like, whatever games you're playing, this is not the time or the place. And then that white guy, Bill, who worked at Promised Land uh, that Andre was working for last season, he like walks up and he was like, yeah, who would have thought Andre Watkins Esquire would run for mayor? And he was like, you know, you sure do owe Promised Land a favor after that auction fiasco sometime back. And he like passed him on the back super hard. <laughs> Andre is like, whoop. <laughs> and he was like, you know, believe me, all is not lost. And Bill was like, you know, maybe there's a silver lining in this. And Corbin says, you know, let's discuss this in the smoking parlor. You know, I've procured some very nice Cubans for the night. And Bill looks at Autumn like, is she here to trim the ends? Please. They literally was like, girl, is she to help? Like, <laughs> and Corbin was like, she wishes. And he tells Andre to like take Bill and them back to the parlor. And then he turns back to Autumn and like aggressively like grabs her arm. And he was like, you best get on back to the strip club. And he like walks her back to the it's door. I was like, what's he going to do? Shove her out? funny that the same man same boy was last season getting his literally ass paddled in the back of the pink and now you want to talk down on strippers nigga you was right i was like you was a regular at the pink to see said strippers literally regular spending all your money like broke down low down literally and so like how i don't know i guess that's just what men do i'd be like look with that money it's good when you use them for what you want but now when they want to do something else you're like get back to the ship club literally it's literally just like get back in the kitchen like what are you doing out here (laughs) those definitely the vibes it was giving (laughs) maybe he think he white because he got money now he he think he white because he octoroon like no but last season he was like you know they never accepted me as one of their own blah 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 and you know how like I feel like it was probably common, like, if you were, you know, on that borderline, if you had money, you could basically be white, and if you didn't, you weren't white. Mm. Like, if you was an octoroon, like, if you had money, probably people would look the other way. Probably not the not with them nigga naps. Hope. They was like, Negro, we see you. I'm surprised they didn't perm his hair this season. Screaming. I wouldn't be surprised if you used to, though. And now he's like, I'm black. I'm proud of my blackness. But right. I'm like, I don't, I don't know. He's so, he's a freak. He's weird. Yeah, I don't like him. All bad. Nothing good from him. Speaking of hair, in another scene, we're at the barber shop with Murder and Teak, and the barber is using some kind of like fire technique on Big Teak's cut. It, I think it's supposed to get rid of the split ends. And he's like, Oh, I only set one man on fire before in my life. And I'm, <laughs> and Teak was like, I'm trying not to be the second. Don't you mess up my hair, Gibby. He was like, I got a big day today, man. And I was like, oh. Foreshadowing. Seeing all the foreshadowing lines to the end of the episode, I was just like, my heart. Yeah. And Gibby was like, oh, hush. Like, your afro gonna thank me. Thaddeus Wilkes, what you gonna do when you got out? And I was like, Thaddeus? Not his name, Thaddeus. Like, (laughs) why his parents name him that? Thaddeus Wilkes. I was like, oh, is that word? teaks come from i was like that's very roundabout i don't i just assumed the only correlation was the t <laughs> i don't know what t came from <laughs> and so uh he was like you know what you gonna do when you get out now that you done got out and teak was like try not to go back fair good answer <laughs> and murder was like he's going back on the road with me at security as soon as we get this tour back on track you know i can't believe rome fucking di- up and died man and i was like Gibby was like, what, that Rona? <laughs> and Murder was like, nah, like, he ain't have that. You know, the blogs ain't say what it was. And then Murder gets a call from Keyshawn. He takes it outside. 
and Gibby is showing Teak, you know, his final look in the mirror. And he was like, ooh, wee, look at you looking all casket sharp. Another foreshadowing line. And Teak was like, I think it was like a slight smile, but it was really like the corner of his mouth just went up one side. I was like, what is this? There was also a picture on the (laughs) mirror of a man and then it had like a double shadow behind him. I thought was... Oh, I didn't even peep. Yeah, I thought that was um, also a lot of foreshadowing to at the end of the episode. To the end, yeah. When he was talking about the devil. <laughs> so Keyshawn's, um at her place and she's on the phone with Lil Murda. And he's telling her, you know, we're just going to put it all back together. Trust me. Trust me. Keyshawn's like, Lil Murda, something happened in Atlanta. Like, you know, Rome, he tried it. She's trying to, you know, allude to what happened. Murda was like, tried what? And Keyshawn's like, it. And was like, well, glad that nigga did. Then I was like, <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's an appropriate response. That is like, ally. <laughs> like, glad he did. Now he can't try again. Like, right. Period. Wody, he said justice has been served. Like, community justice. And then <laughs> Kishan. justice. And then Kishan, like, lets Murda know that she told Wody that Rome also knew about him. And Murder was like, how, how he know about, like, what, what are you talking about? But then Derek pops up before she's able to, like, give a solid answer. And he's like, Derek's like, Keyshawn, who are you on the phone with? And Keyshawn was like, I gotta go. And hangs up. And I was like, if nobody fucking save Keyshawn, I'm gonna jump through the screen. My goddamn okay. self. <sighs> Next episode, maybe? Oh, no. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. So, yeah. Um, she's, she's talking to Derek now. She's like, Lil Murder was just asking about Rome's funeral. Um, and Derek was like, damn, he was such a good guy. Brought you all those deals, you know? But we'll be all right. Justin had a couple leads on the job. And I was like, you still ain't got no damn job? Still ain't got no job. But he said he's going to go shower, help him put in the fire pit, and then they're going to talk later. Sean's like, you know, okay. And mind you, last episode, they had a really bad... Well, not a... They didn't have. Derek beat the shit out of her last episode. And it was a really bad physical altercation. So, like, Keyshawn's very, like, mild and, like... You know, is really trying not to trigger Derek right now. And he was like, you know, do you want to come? I was confused. I thought she meant, like, come in the shower with her. Help. With him. But I think maybe he meant go to help Justin put the fire pit in. (laughs) But she's like, no, you know. And she, like, gestures to the kids as if, like, you know, now I'm going to stay here and watch them. And then Derek just smiles and walks away. And I was like, you're so nefarious. Like, literally, like, watching, like, the scene later, I was like, oh, I see. I was like, why he's just smiling like that? Like, nothing happened. I hate but, how he does that after every, every time. After every time he either, like, cries or, like, he just acts like nothing fucking happened. Yeah. He's just like, well, just going on with life. Right. While my wife is traumatized. Like, I I'll, mean, not that he cares because he wouldn't abuse her. To yeah. He doesn't care. And I was like, how are you still got no job? Like, I need that information. For real. Like, let's sit in the job interview. Let's like, please, somebody take me on a job interview with him. Because I'm like, <laughs> what are you doing in the job interview where nobody wants to hire you? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe we'll get some light on that. I don't know. But we go back to the barbershop and Teek is walking out. And to Lil Murda sitting out on the hood of the car. He's, like, looking very deep in his thoughts. And Teek is like, you all right, man? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, just one day shit popping, the next. And Tika's like, yeah, shit crazy. You know, life for a nigga, stay short. That's why you got to enjoy every day like it's your last. And I was like, not this. Not this. And then Tika asks, you know, where he want to drop him off at. And Murder's like, you know, I figure I'll roll around the hood with you, especially since the tour down. And Tika's just staring at him like, man, you was messing with my plans. Like, you're right. (laughs) He is. 
But Murder was like, you know, unless you got something better to do. And Teague was like, no, nah, you can slide. And I was just like, mm. this just made me sad. I know. But then I was like, well, like, he has his last day, like, with his friends. Right. So, like, what, what better way to spend it, you well, know? Yeah, true. So, we go to Mercedes. Um, she's ringing the doorbell of Shell and Tarika's place, and Shell opens the door. She's like, Tarika ain't here. She running around with her little friend. She was like, who, Kellon? And Shell was like, who's Kellon? And I, Shell, I don't know. Immediately when Shell opened the door, I was like, she's drunk. Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, she looks super disheveled, as always. Just not okay <laughs> so mercedes is like like never mind obviously you have no idea what's going on in my fucking daughter's life like terrible mother right. um but she was like you know i brought y'all some groceries she comes in put the groceries away opens the fridge nothing in there it's fucking moldy oranges like then when she goes to throw the oranges away it's wine bottles up to the brim in the trash can just all empty and she was like you know how long did it take you to drink all of this and she was like, you know, I ain't got no problem. I'm like, girl. Mm, right. I was like, it seems like. Mm. I was like, first step is like, I was like, you disheveled. You haven't, doesn't seem like you've eaten anything because also on the floor, those boxes that Terika got a couple episodes ago, they still in there and Mercedes like open one and it was food in there still. So I was like, so you're not eating like. Right. And it's like, clearly you don't even be opening the fridge. Ain't nothing in there. You letting shit go bad. Right. Like you just drinking. Um, so Mercedes offers and she's like, you know, maybe we can get you some help. And Shell was like, only help I need is a job. You got one of them? And I don't mean no damn pole neither. And I was like, bitch, you couldn't even hoist yourself up. Shut the fuck up. Right. I was like, you really not want to talk right now because who's employed right now? Who's not? I was like, maybe. Like, who's helping who out right now? Maybe it's small town problems, but I was like, don't nobody got no job? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, you know, after the pandemic happened. It True. Been, it was hard for some people to get jobs. Lots of businesses closed. What did she do before? Like I have no idea what she did enough to afford that house. True. So I guess I was like, maybe if she did have a job, it seems like her, like her descent into like depression and being Mm -hmm. drunk all the time is just a result of like not being able to find work. So maybe if she did have a job, things would get better for her. I don't know. That's fair. I was like, yeah, I was like, did she have a, like, I think she had a job before, but I was like, is she living there because that was her husband's? place and he left like money or paid it all because it seemed like he was wealthy I think, oh i wasn't sure i think she definitely had a job and i seemed like she was just well off like mm. yeah so maybe the job she just had a really good job mm-hmm. and i was thinking like well since they still in the house and it's been like five plus months past the pandemic she must have had a good enough job to have some savings. good savings yeah i figured or, uh, or he was also rich cortez yeah I don't know. That's why it, it's, I, something tells me he wasn't that. He wasn't that, so he was. We didn't really get a lot of information cheating, about him, and so. he was broke. That's crazy. And he had a baby on you, and you stayed. Okay. Yikes! <laughs> a baby with a minor, mind you. Yikes! Oof. But Mercedes, you know, she doesn't hold any of that against Shell. She was like, you know, I'm worried about you though, and Shell was like, don't worry about me. Worry about yourself. I'm doing just fine. And I was like, you were drunk in the bathtub i had to spray you down like right it was like first off your non-licensed daughter had to drive you home because you were too drunk like someone's not doing and she was about to get arrested right and about to get arrested like and you were so drunk that you started calling terica a mistake yeah she i know she meant that shit too she did she did mercedes is like you know you tell terica a mistake but shell's looking confused like she don't remember saying it and I was like, well, she must be black. Drunk as drunk. Shit. 
Yeah, probably blackout drunk. And Mercedes was like, you know, that night she got pulled over driving you home. Like, you called her a mistake. And Shell was like, nah, like, I would never. I could never. And then she starts, like, crying a little bit. And Mercedes is like, you know, I could take Terika off your hands for a little while till you get back on your feet. And then Shell, like, switches gear. She's like, oh, so you think you ain't slick? Like, I see what you doing. And Mercedes is like, like, I'm not trying to get custody. And she's like, well, you better not. Because there's a difference between being a mother and being a parent. You know, you pushed her out, but I raised her. And I was like, girl, you can't even put food in the fridge. You also, can't even drive to the, to the church to get a food box. Also, like, I don't know. Mercedes is an adult now. Like, that's her child. Literally. Why like, is this still a battle? Literally. And I was like, clearly you can't, you can barely take care of yourself. Terika has to go to get food. You don't even know who she could possibly be, be with. Right. You have no idea who her little friend is. Like, yeah, you're the right parent. Now, I mean, you're, you're the mother. Not a, you're not in a good state right now. Yeah. Why are you putting more on your plate? I don't know. Literally. I was like, and I was like, wouldn't you want her to be somewhere safe so you can just be drunk in peace? Like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but Shell's like super resistant. She's like, Tarek gonna stay right here with me where she's safe. Not in that hellhole hood you reside in. I was like, girl, your house look like the hood. What the fuck? I mean, her house is quite nice, so I'm sure. No, it's... I'm talking about with the lack of food. Everything is all oh, over the place. That. Like, what's the difference? Screaming. <laughs> at this point, at least Mercedes got food in her fridge and a clean house. Hello. I was like, I don't like how they always be talking down on Mercedes about stuff. I was like, I feel like earlier, what was it? There was like one moment where Farah had like, yeah, she was said like something some like made fun of the way she said, like the way she talked or something, oh. like in her accent. And so I was like, here it feels like another like not class like, dynamic. Like, yeah, kind of yeah, class dynamic stuff. And yeah, when she just called her like, oh, like some stripper, and it's like everybody always trying to Be talk better. down on Mercedes because like where she from, what she do, like right. I don't but like I'm like, it. she's honestly in a better emotional and mental state than a lot of you literally i was like she's doing well for herself she could take care of terica if she needed to she like, has obviously she has an extra bedroom autumn was staring there hello like she has she a house has a, she has a house she has a home her that terica could be at she has money to pay for groceries <sighs> hello she has the emotional state to make the groceries hello and mercedes was just like no matter what i do like it'll never be good enough for you huh shell and so she just like walks out and she's trying to call Terika outside, but it just goes straight to voicemail and she's like, leaves her a message. She's like, I need to talk to you ASAP. So then coach calls her and he's like, oh, you know, I'm just seeing if you up for finishing that Mercedes experience, you know, Farrah just won't stop talking about it. She's Mercedes is confused because I think she thought maybe Farrah would have told him or something. Or I think maybe she thinks like we already fucked last couple episodes. Right. Ago. But he don't know. So right. it's like, she's like, okay clearly i'm supposed to keep this a secret so she's like i don't know why like she won't stop talking about it and coach is like you know i know it's just supposed to be about you and me but if you could just oblige my wife one more time you know she didn't know i would get that excited about it and i didn't know either and mercedes was like you know i just be wanting to be alone with you and coach is like oh like please like see my wife is happy like i'm happy you know what i mean and then terica called it right back but it seemed like the call just kept dropping. I was confused. I was like, what's going on with Terika? Lord, uh, what's her face? Ain't paid a damn phone bill. Child. <laughs> but I was, I don't know. I was confused about, it seemed like Mercedes was like, no, like I don't want to do nothing with Farrah again. But I was like, is it just because she worried about how coach is going to react or? I feel like 
Farrah was not part of the deal. So she's a little confused. She's like, I thought this maybe was a one-time thing. Also, Farrah being a little thirsty. Like, you know mm. what I mean? Like, because we already had sex. So why are you telling your husband you need another Mercedes experience? Like, if anything, I would think that this would be a separate right. thing. Well, I don't think she's saying, like, another. She's just trying to finish what they had started. And I was like, the threesome? I was like, you don't even like your husband. So what are we doing this for? Right. She really, she's just trying to get to Mercedes. Like, but I was like, <laughs> you already have my number. Like, we already fucked once. Like, that's why I'm like, you scaring the hoes because we already did this. Like, <laughs> you could call me for your own separate true but i mean maybe because it seems like it's behind coach's back so maybe she just want to not have to be sneaking around i don't know great your husband been sneaking around what's the difference i'm not really sneaking i mean yeah she know what's up not really even sneaking so what you sneaking for i don't know i don't know so then we go back to la murder and big teak on teak's last day and they're at like this hot wing place mm-hmm. and this waitress is giving them their food and she's like "Ooh, like you got some pretty eyes like light-skinned niggas come back Help. in like albie shogun raised back from the grave and i guess big teak was blushing or whatever because then she was like you know oh baby boy like i mean to make you more red bone than you already is now oh, like, not i was this like color struckness get uh, like get yourself together pull it together Get it together. You can never and tell nobody who's light skinned with light eyes that their eyes pretty. Like I scary. warned you. <laughs> but then uh, Lamurda was like, he interrupted. He was like, "Hey, Shaw, you mind going to grab two waters and maybe get one for yourself while you at it?" Help. Like, right? He was like, "You thirsty?" Like, back up from like, my man. Okay, rude. <laughs> my man, my man. I was like, clearly this is a date. You're interrupting. <laughs> like, <laughs> so she go to get the waters. And, well, she actually never came back with the waters, but whatever. <laughs> and Murder was, like, thirsty ass. I'm screaming. And Teak was like, yeah, like, stop being Jay. And Murder was like, nigga, ain't nobody jealous. Like, hell, and nigga can go help facilitate if that's what you want. Nigga, he wants you. Stop right. <laughs> and Teak was like, you know what I want? To enjoy this lemon pepper wet right here. It's giving last, the last supper. Ugh. Ugh. It was. No. Like, even the, sh- the way this was shot yeah and latique was like oh not teak and murder was like glad glad you got your appetite back you know had a nigga worry for a minute and he was like this bill gonna be hard and teak was like don't you ever worry about this stomach or this bill like i got this and murder was like oh so this a date and then they're just looking at each other for a minute and teak was like well like never would have thought we ever get a chance to do it proper like proper like <laughs> fuck fuck a date fuck sex can i do my british accent around you like, like they started doing a little british accent murder was like well my kind of in this prop closet wasn't proper enough for you <laughs> i thought this was cute but then i was also like when he was like i got it like he's gonna pay for the meal i was like not this like he's like this is my last meal with you like i'm a i'm a yeah, it don't I'm matter. Like, I'm not paying anyway. Meal on me. For real. It was like, I don't have to pay for no other meals. It did this. remind me of Last Supper because you know how, like, I don't know. This is a deep, entrenched memory from Christian elementary school. But when Jesus was <laughs> like, I paid for this meal with my life or some shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, or like, or even like the, my body is this bread, break it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I was like, damn. Yeah, and then Teak was like, he's like, you know, the first time I got pushed in the supply closet, I thought the guard was trying to turn a nigga booty hole out. <laughs> and then the door closed, and lo and behold, you sitting there with a bowl of pasta and candlelight. 
And I was like, aww. And he was like smiling at the memory and like murder was just looking at him. I was like, no. They had a little prison date. Aww. And Teak was like, but that was then. And like, now you done moved on, like as you should. He's like, the whole world done moved on, it seemed like. And then he's like, what's Cliff like? Like, what's he like? And murder was like, she. And he was like, nigga, she. And murder was like, yeah, she like for folks to call him that, you know, but I just call Cliff my nigga. And Teak was like, nigga, what? Like, he's like, I'm confused. Like, I don't know nothing about this stuff. And murder was like, nigga, I don't know either. Like, I just accept. We love allyship. Hey, what else can we ask for? Don't question it. Just accept accept. and call people what they want to be called. Right. Even if you don't understand. You don't have to understand. Just respect. Yeah, you don't have to understand. Just be respectful. And so Teak was like, damn, like 10 years, a lot done changed and got strange. Like, what else about her? She, I mean, this nigga. I thought that was unnecessary because he had it right the first time. I think it was supposed to be like a ode to um, how Murder was saying he just calls Cliff my nigga. Like, oh, I thought it was supposed to be an ode to that. Like, you know, this person is just your person. So, like, what is your person like? I felt it was more like that. Oh, I said it sounded like how when people would be like confused about how to use they them pronouns it sounds a little like, bit like that but it sounded kind of like that but i was like you that the first time you know what else about her like you was right no need to correct anything there you know i'll give him slack because he's been he's been locked up for 10, 10 years, years you know and he's like all right cool and he sees he's not seeming like oh why are you doing that weird shit bro he's right. not like doing that that's so. why I, that's why i thought it was about like you know i just call cliff my nigga like okay mm-hmm. so what is this nigga like yeah and then it was really cute like how murder was like describing like what cliff means to him he was like you know cliff's like hitting seven thrice against the wall on the saturday night like eating funnel cake once a year at the fair it's like an eclipse you know but i fucked it up and teak was like seemed like you got a habit of doing that and he was and murder was like yeah like maybe i do like i fuck up a lot like i fucked up and like that last I fucked up definitely seemed like double edged kind of yeah, like, like he was I talking about Cliff, you. but also he fucked up with Teak. Right. And I was like, was it because like he didn't send him no postcards or nothing like after he left jail or was it like, something else he fucked up? After the connect- after after murder left jail, like he didn't, you know, keep the connection alive. Yeah. Or maybe he somehow he fucked up like while he was in jail, like the maybe with like some... their whole fighting and stuff and uh, why yeah. Teak got put in the hole. Right. So then, like, they're kind of looking at each other, and Murder like, puts his hand on Teak's from across the table, and, like, Teak is, like, closing his eyes. I feel like he was savoring, the like, moment. the touch, yeah. kind of. Yeah. I was like, ah! This episode was so dark. It was, yeah, it was so dark. Oh, yeah, I should have done a trigger warning. A uh, trigger warning for suicide this episode. Yeah. And mental health and everything. So he's, like, so Teek's, like, closing his eyes, like, with Murder's hand on his hand. And then he, like, pulls away after a moment. And then he, like, touches Murder's nose in, like, a cute way. It's kind of like, boop. Like, Aw. And he was, like, you forgiven. And then he, like, asked the waitress for the check. And she was, like, on my way, boo. <laughs> she was, like, my man, I my thought man, that was my cute. man. I was, like, aw. Like, he's, he's, like, you forgiven. Like, I'm, it's my last day and I forgive you. Like, ugh. It felt like, like, I, I like the dichotomy between the devil imagery that we saw in the barbershop and also kind of this last supper, you know, I forgive you, I'm forgiving your sins kind of feel. Mm. 
Um, I like that. I like that duality between those two kind of figures, like both devil and like you know God or Jesus or you know some type of mm. um, person that is like laying down their life to forgive. Um, yeah. So they leave the diner and then they pull up to a gas station, and Tika's like, you know, niggas give me a brand new car, don't fill up the fucking thing. And I was like, nigga, it don't matter anyway. <laughs> Literally, it don't matter. Like. <laughs> So they both get out of the car and Teek's like, you know, I don't know how this shit work, bro. And I was like, you've been locked up that long. You know how to, the gas joint work no more? Yeah, I'm trying to think like he's, I was assuming he was like late 20s. So he probably wouldn't even drive in like true. that if he was in jail. Oh, and maybe time. this is his first car. That's what it kind of seemed like too. Or I he, don't think it's his first. Because he definitely know how to drive. Because he was, the way he was doing them donuts in the parking true. lot. Maybe drive illegally. Yeah, I, I think was like, maybe he was driving illegally and maybe he just didn't. Maybe he didn't have to pump any gas. What did he go to jail for? They didn't say. Maybe he went to jail for, like, car? I assume it was just some gang shit. Jacking? I don't know. I don't know. Probably, I was thinking, like, drugs or violence related. But then I was thinking, because I was thinking about the donuts, and I was like, not that all car jackers do donuts, but I was like, if you don't know how the gas pump work and you're doing donuts, I was like, what if you just did car jacking and you never had to fill up the car? Hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they get both get out of the car. And, you know, Murder showing him how to put the gas in the tank. And at the same time, we hear the radio from somebody else's car playing. And it was like, this is a new joint from Tina Snow featuring a new artist from the Sip. Call herself Lil Murder. And we hear the song, you know, and the Murder, like, walks over. He's kind of in disbelief. Right. He's like, he's like, hold up, that's me. That's me, like... nigga. And he goes to the person's car and reaches in the window. And I was like, first of all, you would never made it inside my car. I would chop that hand. They're like, uh, what the right. fuck are you doing? I was like, what you doing reaching in somebody's car to turn the volume up? Like, this is not... You could just be like, hey, turn it up. Like, right. And he's like, this fucking me. That's fucking me! <laughs> and, like, Tika's looking like, yo, that's crazy. Like, that's my nigga. Like, and then he asks the lady what station it is. And then he's like, oh, y'all niggas, turn station K97. Because my nigga song on the radio. And he looks, like, so, like, happy. And he's, like, smiling so big. And I was like... It made me so sad just like rewatching it because I was just like, oh, but like I was also happy that he like he did get to have like some joyful moments mm-hmm. before the end. Murder is hop- dancing on top of the car and everybody else is like feeling the song. And Tika's telling Murder, you know, I fucking knew it. I knew it. Like basically like, you know, how like he was going to make it. Yeah. A few episodes ago, he was like, you know, you're going to make it. You my nigga that going to make it out the hood. Like you're going to make it in this life. Yeah. And then, but then the car behind them honks and rings the moment. He's like, hey, nigga, you done with the pump or what? And then Teague, like, instantly switches. Bro, fight he mode. was like, I'm ready to fight. Like, nigga moment. <laughs> nigga, literally, because he went from zero to 100. He was like, nigga, who the fuck is you talking to, boy? And, like, Murdo's holding him back. He was like, you lucky I don't let go of him. Like, I should let him get you. Like, <laughs> he was like, come on, let's go. And then, like, he, like, he kind of shakes his head and is, like, boom, back in happy mode. I was like, <laughs> okay <laughs> a little scary but a little scary uh <laughs> and the girl from the car that murdered like reached in like walks over for a picture she was like well since you famous shit <laughs> <laughs> mood right and he was like you know i guess i am famous shit and then t takes her phone and like takes a picture for them and i think it was super cute like it was i don't know just nice to have a little moment mm-hmm. and then we like with the song still playing then we transition over to whisper and roulette on the pole at the spades tournament and i don't know the song didn't really hit as much for me as i thought it might mm. but it was cute like maybe i would have to hear it outside of the tv context mm-hmm. to be like yeah the song is good but okay. you know it sounded like 
average Meg Thee Stallion song. Yeah. You know? So, club's going up, you know, niggas throwing cash, and Roulette does this trick. Somehow she's, like, sideways in the pole with only her feet holding her up. Like, I don't know. I was like, right. strippers are magical. I don't know. Literally, I was like, she's fully perpendicular. Like, how, like, what's the mechanics? Like, I don't understand. I have to know. <laughs> and then, like, Roulette's collecting her money off the stage after, and she's done. And the nigga that she gave a blowjob to at the pink is there. He, like, walks up to her, and she was like, Terrence? Like, how you been, baby boy? And Terrence is like, yo, what's up with the foreign? He's I thought like, he was talking about car. Whisper. <laughs> I was like, oh, they trying to go to the car again? Nah, apparently Whisper foreign, not just Caucasian. I was like, I looks know, like, like what average white woman to me. Um, yeah, I don't And so Roulette was like, Whisper? Like, I don't think she get down like that. And Terrence was like, you know, you should find out for me, though. Like, I give her two stacks if she let me eat that pussy. And Roulette was like, damn, which I've been offered the option of laying on my back instead of getting on my knees. I thought that was interesting as well. Very interesting. And Terrence was like, you gonna hook me up or not? Like, come on, like, you know, it's gonna come back to you. And so I was like, so I'm assuming he did not give her two stacks to suck his dick. He gave her one. he's willing to pay one. two stacks to eat Willow. I mean, not Willow. To eat Whisper. Whisper's pussy. Hmm. Racist. I was like, <laughs> two... Honestly, sweet deal for Whisper, but, like, yeah, the colorism dynamics are very obvious. Yeah. I'm, like, it's kind of annoying. It's, like, damn, like, he would pay twice as much. To do work? To, to, yeah, I was, like, to not even, to give, not to receive. I mean, she's not gonna orgasm no way, so. Probably not, but. (laughs) I was, like, to eat pussy? You're crazy. Yeah. Speaking of eating pussy, we go to Coach's apartment where they're about to resume the Mercedes experience. So they all have glasses, and Coach gives, like, a toast. He's like, to the Mercedes experience. Hell, I don't even know if I can handle the both of y'all. And I was like, oh, boy. You can't. You can't. (laughs) And then he's going to, like, the kitchen to make another drink. Farrah's like, you know, I haven't been able to stop thinking about you. Mercedes looks back at Coach, and she's like, you know, quiet. Like, you know. Right, like, he's right there. (laughs) And she's like, don't worry. You know, he can't hand us out over the blender. He swears by this all-natural sex potion, but it's just Irish moss and Viagra. I was like, gas station pill in a blender. Like, <laughs> like well, he is an older man. <laughs> I was like, and you trying to fuck with young, I don't know, fucking with know. young bitches. But Mer- Farrah tries to like slip her hand between Mercedes' thighs. And Mercedes was like, if he sees this, like, he not going to be mad? And Farrah was like, let him be mad, you know, makes him harder. And I was like, ew. Um, yeah. And, but Mercedes is concerned about her bag. She's like, you wouldn't mess with my bag, would you? You know, we need to act like nothing ever happened. And Farrah was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. So it seems like Farrah's like, yeah, like your bag's safe with me. I'm going to keep our secret. I'm going to act like nothing ever happened. And the coach comes back over and places a tray of cash on the table. And then Mercedes like, all right, that's my cue. Y'all ready for the Mercedes experience? Like, I see the cash. Make it do what it do. Right let's go and then coach was like all right like come on let's go like he grabs Farrah's hand and they like walking back to the bedroom and mercedes is still sitting on the couch like looking conflicted like i guess maybe was she nervous about trying to pretend that her and Farrah like had never had sex like for 40k bitch i don't even know her what's her name for real literally i was like you can't put on no act this should be easy this should be easy maybe this is supposed to foreshadow she actually likes Farrah somehow i don't know but I right, was like, or I was like, is it because cause she said, like, she had never, like, didn't know shit with a girl before. So I was like, she, did she a, like, two episodes damn, now. maybe I really like this gay shit. Like, I don't... <laughs> like, girl, 40, 40K? 
I'm what? straight. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to. Act. I'm a straight white male. Like, for 40K, I'd be anything you want. The fuck? Screaming. Right. I was like, I could live off the whole year off that. Easy. Like, that's more and than that's I just made her working one a month? year at the library. That's her one month joint. Man. Girl, I mean, whatever you want. You want me to be, you want me to be a dog bark, like frog, how right. high? Right. <laughs> Shit. Everybody got price. So then, like, later, we cut to them, like, in the middle of the Mercedes experience. Like, coaches, like, standing up, fucking Mercedes on the edge of the bed. And the fair is laying down next to her. She was saying, wicka, wicka, work on Mercedes <laughs> clip. <laughs> yeah, she was DJing that shit. We got the DJ booth. <laughs> and then coach is, like, watching them. And I think he realizes that his dick is not the star of the show. And he, like, pulls out. And he's just, like, watching... As Mercedes has like this intense orgasm and like fair and her like holding hands, their fingers was intertwined. I was like, oh, this is intimate. Like fingers intertwined. <laughs> fingers intertwined. Y'all married. And, right. And they were like looking at each other's eyes and it looked like they were about to kiss, but then Coach was like, Farrah, what the fuck? Like y'all been cheating on me? <laughs> I was like, first of all, yes. Also, Mercedes is not your girlfriend. Yeah. I was like, and also I was like, was it really cheating? And if it was like, like a transaction? You been cheating what right i was like why is it that you can sleep with whoever but farrah can't right just because mercedes was supposed to be for you okay and so farrah was like like what you talking about and coach was like i know what two women been together look like why you know what that looked like huh (sighs) okay and mercedes was like coach like calm down and he was like you don't turn my fucking wife out and farrah was like cedric like come back to bed like you're acting crazy and he was like, nah, like, we've been married 19 years, and all that time, you ain't never thought about no pussy. Like, now all of a sudden, you bumping boxes like a motherfucking pro? I was like, actually, she was just helping Mercedes get off. I was like, how is that any different than what she would have done to herself, truly? But Listen. I was like, it wasn't like they were scissoring. Right. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. I think she kind of, like, had a leg over her, maybe, and was a little grinding, maybe. I don't know. Oh, when he took his dick out? Yeah. I mean, honestly, that feels like a natural response. I'm a virgin, but I feel (laughs) as if, if hypothetically my first time, I feel like that's just a natural reaction. Yeah, it's definitely just natural shit. But then Farrah was like, you think you're the only one who gets to have some fucking pussy, huh? Like, that's right. Like, we've been married for 19 fucking years. You don't even know that I like pussy just as much as you. Hell, maybe even more. Fair the hell. Like, you, you don't know a lot about me, Cedric, because you've been so busy fulfilling your dreams, your desires, and your fantasies. And what about mine? What about my dreams? <laughs> and I don't know. Mercedes should have shut the fuck up. She was like, yeah, what about her dreams? I was like, you should have just stayed your ass quiet. She just sat there and ate your food. Because <laughs> Coach was like, get the fuck out. Right? He, like, grabs her arm and, like, trying to push her through the door. And Mercedes was like, motherfucker, if you don't get off of me, on oh, God. And he was, like, dragging her to the door. He was like, I brought you into my home and you fucking betray me. You were supposed to be for me. God damn it. And Mercedes is like, you're hurting me. And he was like, get the hell out of here, you backwoods hoe. Like, your sponsorship didn't expire like a motherfucker. And Mercedes was like, you still owe me the rest of my 40 stacks for the month. And he was like, like, hell I do. And Farrah was like, Cedric, that's not fair. Like, you don't break a deal. He was like, well, y'all both done broke my heart. I was like, because they I was like, enjoyed having sex? Literally, I was like... Mm, I was like, like you would how- think niggas would get off on that. I don't know. You would think, but I seemed like... Because he was like, wait, y'all done did this before without me. Like, like every sexual interaction is supposed to be with you? 
also like apparently who cares i don't know i was just kind of like who cares yeah i was like i don't know on one hand i i can see the possessiveness if he was like you know the contract was between me and mercedes like she's only here because she's supposed to be with me and like you only here because i'm here but y'all was doing shit without me that wasn't what we agreed on but like is that in the contract that she can't do nothing with nobody else it's not but he probably didn't think he that she would do something with his wife alone i mean he didn't see it coming he was like this was not on the table i didn't even know she liked pussy like because you don't pay attention to your wife like i saw your wife i think i found her on instagram i think she's actually gay um oh per she's very beautiful fine very beautiful woman (laughs) Um, very beautiful but i was like your wife came on the screen i was like this bitch is gay literally i was and we we called it when she was with mercedes the first time we were like she's done this before like she's not new to this literally i was like so this is not her first time with pussy period right she said i've been stepping out on you this whole time like as she should because <laughs> as she should because clearly the, it's a loveless marriage right uh, so then coach is like walking over to the stacks he's like putting it in his hand and i was like is he not about to give he really not about to give mercedes her money like that's wild and Farrah's just like hands Mercedes her shoes in silence. I was like, you're not going to say nothing. But I, I don't know. Maybe she was at a loss for words. Maybe there was nothing else to say. Mm-hmm. And Coach is like, man, like this is bullshit. And he just like takes all the money back to the back room or whatever. And then Mercedes grabs her bag and walks out. And I was like, the money? I was like, uh, like his whole dick was in you. Like you need to get paid. Like, I feel like she assumes that maybe Farrah will somehow give her the money later i was thinking that too i was like maybe pharaoh would give it to her later right like she deserves her money yeah and i was like nigga you got a two for one special huh literally like i feel like he could have i don't know he still could have enjoyed himself because mercedes is still gonna get that bag like so she's still gonna please him and i was like you could have just watched them and jerked off i don't know like Maybe that that wasn't quite the Mercedes experience he wanted. But in the beginning, he sounded excited to see both of them. That's why I was so confused. I was like, at one point, you were excited for both of them to, like... He was like, I don't know if I could handle both of you. Like, you know, like, just indulge my wife right now. Because I'm thinking maybe he was thinking he would be the star. And, like, he wouldn't be, like, kind of on the outside a little bit. And then it ended up, like, them two seemed to be more into it together than Uh, with him. I was like, maybe because I'm gay, but I was like, I just sit back and watch. I don't don't know. Literally. But I was like, maybe that's just not where he's coming from. I don't know. I was trying to think, like, how was he thinking? Like, As a man, what are you thinking? (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, I guess I can see your point about him wanting to be the star of the show and being like, you know, why am I not the star of the show? It's about me. Hello. Yeah. And when he was like, I don't think I could handle both of y'all. Like, I was thinking, like, maybe does he think, like, stamina-wise, like, he's going to be able to he be did have Mercedes to and then Farrah. Like, he didn't need the Viagra. And the Moss. So, and probably Macaroon was, like, in there, too. Screaming. <laughs> and he was probably like, damn, like, I didn't expect that. Like, y'all could just, like, he, he was kind of giving weak me. strokes, though. Well. For my watch back, I was like, I wouldn't be. Yeah, I was like, we see why farah like got mercedes to where she got her and not you and your weak ass dick right like you wasn't really like you know you wasn't doing the little dick swivel i heard that works i don't i've never (laughs) i've never given out uh you know strap i'm a virgin Mm, yeah yes child of the lord child of the lord but if i was i don't know the circular motion just feels like it would be appropriate i feel like a lot of niggas do not (laughs) 
Don't be utilizing utilizing the circular, the, the circular motions. You know, like give me. It's just always in out. Right, less back and forth, more bring it around Round town. town. Use the hips, baby. Like <laughs> I don't know. That's just my opinion as a virgin. Um. <laughs> so then we go back to the spades night, and I think Diamond and Duffy make a brief appearance, or like walking through, and like Diamond has this big ass gun. Why? He has security. <laughs> True, I got, but I was like, did they need that much security? I don't know. Money is involved, Maybe so niggas can see. Like, listen, we strapped up around here. Right, like, don't, don't play, play no don't do fucking no funny games. shit. <laughs> and then I think that's the last we see of Diamond this episode. Mm-hmm. And then like the camera like pans over to Roulette, and she's looking at Whisper like giving Terrence a lap dance, and she's like rolls her eyes because like she knows. Yeah, she's like, this is just not right. Like you better get paid more just because you white. Right, and it's like. He's like, I'm the one with the dick sucking lips, and like, I should be getting this two steps. You should, like, queen, queen. But then, like later, Roulette's just in her car, like smoking a joint. She's like looking sad, or just looking, I don't know, very like in her thoughts or whatever. And then Duffy comes out. He's like, hey, and she's like, you know, what you doing here, Duffy? And he's like, you know, just dropping off some party favors, drugs, <laughs> I assume. <laughs> drugs. Less drogas. And he was like, you know, what's wrong, little mama? And she was like, you know, nothing. Like, what's up? Like, you following me? And he was like, maybe. And she was like, what? Because you're so obsessed with me? And he was like, definitely. She's like, because I'm just so fine. And he was like, yeah, like that part. And she was like, see, like, I know you full of shit now. But he was like, yeah, like, you the finest woman here. Like, and she looked around. She said, in the parking lot? <laughs> Ain't nobody else there. And Duffy was like, in the world. And I was like were you not just crying over Gidget a few weeks ago? That's old news. Stop bringing That's up old, old shit. It's old news. Gidget is old news and Roulette is now the finest woman in the world. <laughs> so Roulette steps out the car and she's like, you know, I fucks with you. And I was like, just because he said you were pretty? But anyway. I don't know. And then he was like, I fucks with you too. And Roulette was like, you know, I'm a hoe. He's like, I'm a hoe though. Like, meow. And he's like, ain't that a coincidence? I'm a hoe too. And I was like, oh, brother. Uh, and then they kissed. Hated the scene. And I was like, why, Katori Hall? Like, why would you give us this pointless interracial relationship? Yeah, this felt really pointless. I don't know where they're about to go with this. I felt like this could have just been a transactional, I'm gonna help you get bitches or drugs or whatever, sell drugs to bitches kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. Like, this C plot, whatever, I really, I'm not, unless it's gonna pay off later, but I'm like, what's the. I guess I'll have to watch. Like, I think Kishana Derek is enough interracial for this this series like and she needs to kill him and she needs to kill Derek. so then we have zero interracial relationships on the show like so i was just like why i don't know because i feel like we need to reevaluate some of the writing like why why are we doing this like is this like, what we had to point? do to get the show green light green light like i don't know but i'm i don't know i'm hoping there's a point to this yeah but i'm like why like, I don't want to see it. Like, I don't know. Like, what else could Roulette's storyline be, like, besides putting her with a white man? Like, she got the little, she doing her little hustling on the side type shit. Like, right. is that not enough? I guess everybody needs a love interest. I guess, but it couldn't have been somebody else. I feel like, like Roulette, I don't know, when I first saw her character, it gave me more, I'm all about my money and that's it. Yeah. So I was like, I know she's not about to fall for this white boy. Right. I was like, can we just like use him and leave maybe? Yeah. Like unless she's going to like use him to like somehow like get more money of something. Mm-hmm. Because remember we, th- we think that he might be like doing some trafficking stuff with right. somebody. Cause he got that text from that boss one time. And I think that roulette going to get into trafficking something. Cause like she's, 
it seems like maybe she set Whisper up with Terrence or put them in a line with each other. I was like, hmm. And he was like, it's going to come back to you. And I was like, hmm. Yeah, and I was like, how Mm. so? Because you just gave me the two stacks right now to eat my pussy, so. Okay. And I was like, what Mm. bragging rights do you get out of paying someone to eat pussy? Like, you paid to eat pussy. Yeah, and like, that's it. And that's it. I mean, maybe he thinks like, okay, after I eat her pussy, she's going to let me fuck. Let me fuck. But I'm like, mm, might have to cough up a few more stacks. Right. So. I was like, that's not a guarantee. Also, after yeah. I'm a virgin. But if I got head and I came, like, I'm no longer horny. Especially if I'm not going to come off man. He's like, one and done. Like, I'm good. Also, have a vibrator at home. Like, what am I really getting out of this besides the yeah. money? Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know, because she said Whisper don't get down like that. So I'm like, maybe, I don't know, All Whisper is only going to go as far as the lap dance. Right. I don't know. But I remember when when Roulette was up on the stage, like, Whisper was kind of looking at her, mm. like, a lot. And I was like, I don't know if this means anything or if I'm reading into it, mm. but I don't know. I was like, there's something in here. Okay. I don't know what it is yet. <laughs> um, Speaking of white people, we go to Keyshawn at the house, and she's watching her white man, Derek, Justin Bieber, uh, leave. I love when they call him, like, different names. Right. <laughs> and then she unscrews the vent. She takes out her little pink gun, packs in her bag, grabs both the kids. She leaves, the f- and then she, like, hesitates for a second, and she leaves the phone on the table. She, like, runs out the house to the car. And it's Derek's same Prius. She gets kids in the car, straps them up. She was like, you know, we're going on a ride, we're going on a trip. They're, like, kind of like, I don't know, they're just being kids. They're a little, like, whiny. She's like, we're mm-hmm. going on a ride, it's going to be fun. Uh, she puts key in there. She smiles a little bit because she's like, yes, I'm about to leave. Like, I'm about to get the fuck out of here. But then the car oh, won't start. That smile was very short-lived. And she, I was, so, I was like, so mad. <laughs> I know. Like, she did try. She tried. Yeah. Like, she put the key in. She turned it. And she was like, oh, fuck. And then she tried again. And then she gets out, opens the trunk, and we see that Derek took the battery out of the car. And she, like, I felt so crushed for her. And yeah. it looked like she felt so crushed. Like, she was like, fuck, I was about to, like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And, like, she, I think, I assume this is from the last episode, but we see she's got, like, her bruised, like, black eyes mm-hmm. still. So it was just like, fuck. Like, yeah. Why, it's like a walk of shame taking the kids back to the house. Right. Like, yeah. But I think I saw somebody on Twitter was just like, why didn't she get an Uber? Because she paid that big ass Uber for True. for Gidget to go home. After oh, she would have to use her phone. Oh, Derek tracks everything. Derek tracks everything, yeah. and she would have to use the phone to. Yeah, she'd have to keep the phone with her. Yeah, damn. She's really. I was like, she I don't sucked. know how. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I just feel bad because it's like, damn. Like now she we see she's like actively trying to leave finally, mm-hmm. but now Derek is on to her because right. he's probably like after that last time he was like, like it was pretty she, bad yeah because she was like like you will not beat my children so now he's probably like okay maybe this is the last straw like she's gonna try to leave right and that's why when he like smiled at her before like taking a shower I was like he like he knows he was like he asked if she wanted to come with him right because it was like you either coming with me or like I'm gonna make sure you can't leave the house right like, you're not getting out of my sight type shit mm-hmm so, I don't know. Yeah, so she takes her kids back in the car, and then when Derek is on her way, his way home, uh, we see, like, Sean, she's in the house, she's sitting on the couch, and she has the gun in her hand, the little pink gun, and she's like, you know, 
Like, she's really like, I'm gonna kill him. Like, there's nothing else she can do. There's no other way she could leave unless she kills him. Yeah, she's like holding it up. Like, she's like practicing how to hold the gun up. And I was like, she don't, I was like, I don't think she got the guts to do it. Right. And I, we see she don't. Like, we see when like the lights of Derek's car like come through the window and she's like, all right, all right. But then when we hear the keys in the, in the door, she hides it under the pillow. So Mm -hmm. I was like, you're not about to do shit with this. Like, but you know, I don't blame her. Maybe she's scared. Maybe she's like, I don't want to commit murder. That's like a whole I'm other go to jail, mess. Like, right? Like, I'm gonna go be, go to jail on top of that. Like, yeah. Mm. And then like Derek comes in and he like sets his keys on the table and she's like, you know, so like, how was it? Like, y'all have fun? And Derek was like, yeah, like Justin's new backyard is nice. Him and Karen want me to bring the kids next time though. Like, and then he asks, like, is everything okay? And she's like, yeah, like you. And he was like, your phone said you didn't move all day. And she was like, yeah, we just stayed inside watching Peppa Pig. And Derek was like, oh, like, they must have loved that. Like, they're so happy you're home. Like, not as happy as I am, though. And then he, like, joins her on the couch and, like, puts his arm around her and, like, kind of, like, hugs her in. And she's just, like, looking off into the distance, like, fucking hell. I think it was a choice in the scene to leave Derek off screen. He just was, like, this dark figure. Um, yeah, until, until he came to the couch, he was just, like, this... He's just like this headless figure in the background, mm-hmm. kind of. And even then, he was like mostly out of the shot. Yeah. Um, which I think was a good contrast to last episode when the Cinderella story and most of the story, like, you know, he's a shining white knight. He's, you know, white. He has the blonde hair. He has the blue eyes. It's kind of like he always has this halo around him, and now he's yeah. becomes this dark figure. Um, mm. He's I mean, the devil now. I know that he's an abuser, but I was like... You obviously like don't love her. Like, why not let her go? I don't know. Yeah, like she, ru- if you, she know. ruined her. If she ruined your life so bad, you know, you can't get a job because you, I don't know, are with a black woman. Your parents hate you. Like, why not just let her go and end it all? Like, you know. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm thinking like maybe he's just like, I don't know. Like, fine. Like, since you ruined my life, like I'm gonna ruin yours. Maybe. Maybe. And I know it's about control know. and all of these other. Yeah, and all aspects. that stuff. Yeah. Cause he's like, damn, I can't control nothing else, but I will control your ass. You're going to stay in the house and you're going to do what I say. Like, which is, so I'm uh, hoping I'm praying next episode. There must be another escape attempt. Like, please. I think there's like, this is episode six. I think there's 10 episodes total. Mm. So I cannot have a almost escaping for like three more episodes. Like, right. Please. <laughs> so back at the black tie event, autumn is outside smoking a cigarette and then this white lady arrives and um, Autumn puts out the cigarette. She's like trying to catch up to her. It seems like this lady is somebody important. And Autumn's like, Miss Batson. And then the white lady's like, call me Georgie. And Autumn's like, we're beginning to think you weren't going to show. And I'm, it's very obvious that Autumn knows who this white woman is, but the white woman has no idea who she is. Um, yeah. So, you know, she's like, good. That means my timing was perfect. Like, this white lady, she's like, you know, I am the star of the show. Definitely, like, everyone's waiting on me. Yep. Fashionably late. And I think when she got out, when she got out of her car, she was like, yeah, like, I'm not going to be here too long. Like, quick in and out Mm -hmm. type thing. She hands Autumn her coat and, you know, like, Autumn's the help pretty much, which is kind of funny. Right. (laughs) And Autumn's like, oh, uh, let me lead you to the cigar room. Like, this lady is going to be her into the cigar room because Corbin's pretty much banned her. And then yeah. she passes the coat to one of the actual, like, helpers. And she's like, you know, I hope it's not too personal. Sorry for the loss of your husband. And Georgie's like, oh, I'm not. You know, could you give me a rum and coke, though? 
no coke <laughs> then she's like like basically was like yeah i'm gonna get her a drink and then but she knocks on the door of the cigar room corbin opens it and he's like oh this bitch like right like why are you here autumn but it's not like he can just be like not you autumn <laughs> like <laughs> right because she's coming with this white woman yep and so like andre and bill and them are already in there and Bill asked Georgie, like, oh, like, what's she doing? What you doing in Chuckalisa? And Georgie was like, well, clearly, like, I can't trust you and your merry band of dipshits to handle any other tasks of import. She's like, I gotta come and do shit myself. Like, <laughs> she was a real Southern woman in this scene, bro. Yes. <laughs> I can't lie. I, I liked her a little bit. I, I was like, she yeah, clocked every one of them. Nothing to dislike so far, for real. Cause she was basically, it was she was like y'all are all beneath me or stupid y'all can't get nothing done like, right and then we hear another knock on the door and then Corbin is like ugh like what now but this time it's like the server with Georgie's drink and then Autumn grabs it and hands it to Georgie which I don't know I thought it was a little continuity issue because when she asked her for the drink. Autumn just nodded and they both walked in together and we didn't see Autumn talk to anybody else, but she magically had the drink pop up. I'm thinking maybe the servers are trained to like hear everyone's needs. Mm, true. And, and accommodate. Oh, yeah, true. Maybe someone was nearby and they heard you, right? That's what I'm thinking. Because Autumn is dressed. Yeah. She's obviously not, you know, a server. I mean, but they kept thinking she was the cigar girl or somebody like. Yeah, but the servers <laughs> know that she's not a server is what I mean. Ah, uh, true, true. So then, like, she hands Georgie the drink, and she was like, oh, like, you're gonna be my little gal pal tonight, as long as you keep these coming. And then Corbin was like, oh, Miss Bastin, like, I'm Corbin Kyle. And he reaches out to shake her hand, and she's just staring at him, like, is that that supposed to mean something to me? (laughs) I was dead. I was like, yeah, you're not so important, huh, Corbin? Hmm. Hmm. And then he introduces Andre. He was like, you know, this is Andre Watkins, next mayor, Chuckalisa. And Georgie was like, oh, I know who that is. That's the lawyer who fucked up our acquisition of the waterfront property. She literally was dragging. <laughs> and Andre was like, well, if only I'd been given authorization to bid more than 250000 Like, I tried calling Bill, but... And Georgie was like, oh, he was busy nailing his ugly-ass wife to the bed in fucking Bora Bora, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, next time, Andre, don't ask for permission. Take it. I learned that from Oprah. <laughs> I was like... I'm sure you had to learn that from no one white woman in the South. (laughs) (laughs) And then Autumn was like, you know, but I actually think things worked out for the best. You see, Bill over there was trying to buy the pink for just 40K. Now imagine the public outcry if that leaked to, say, CNN, that promised land was basically stealing from black landowners in the poorest county in the poorest state. And Bill was like, I... And Georgie was like, Bill, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) She was geeking me. She was like, Bill, just shut the fuck up. Right. And especially, I think Bill was like, I don't, I don't, you know, was he drunk? He was like slurring over words. He just seems stupid and slow. Sluggish, yeah. lazy, unconcerned. Stupid, unconcerned, like very not sober. And I think it actually shows too, like, you know, Andre was calling Bill because Bill is over Andre, but Bill don't know shit either. Like, this lady's the real in charge of everything, lady. Uh huh. And so Autumn was like, fortunately, like, I'm the owner of the pink now. And Georgie gasped. She was like, oh, like, wait, wait, like, you're not the cigar girl, are you? (laughs) And she was like, maybe in another life. But tonight, Lakeisha Savage is the name. You ain't nobody goddamn Lakeisha. (laughs) She was like, she's still gonna use that little fake ID, huh? Okay. 
And she was like, you know, but this pandemic certainly created a silver lining in that promised land. Now has the time to make things right. And Bill was like, make what right? <laughs> and Autumn was like, pay me what is truly worth. Uh, what was it, Mr. Watkins? And Andre was like, $10 million. And Georgie was like, ha ha, like, well, Miss Savage, like, don't you worry about old Bill over there. Like his job's as dead as my husband. <laughs> he said, yo, I was fired. He was like, now nah, I'm a bitch who believes in second chances and I'm going to be running Promised Land a little differently. And I think maybe now we can make you a much better deal. Hmm? I was like, oh, bet she about to get more than $10 million? Like, hmm. it seems like, you know, it's tough, but it's good. Yeah. And then Georgie's like, all right, I've had just about as much cigar smoke and cheap cologne as she I can handle. Was she was looking at Corbin. She- She was dragging everybody. She was like, girl, I've had enough of your cheap cologne octoroon. <laughs> and then Corbin was like, well, what about Andre? Like his endorsement? And Georgie was like, oh, sure. Like, listen, like I couldn't give two shits about who's the mayor of this little town as long as they don't get in the way of my motherfucking casino. And she was like, I'll be talking to you real soon, Miss Savage. Mm. And then Autumn is like giving like a very smug look. She's like, hmm. Like, look what I did. She's like, like hmm. I don't give a fuck. She's like, girl, as long as they give me my casino, it literally do not matter who is mayor of Chuckalisa. And that's fair. That's fair. She's like, I'm here for one thing and one thing only. Money. <laughs> I have to respect it. I can't be mad at it. She said, I'm coming to do business and I'm leaving. <laughs> give me another rum. Um, so back at Cliff and Ernestine's house, Clifford's cutting Ernestine's nails and watching TV and the TV is like staring down the barrel of a 357 Magnum and kind of trails off. And then Ernestine is laughing. She's like, yeah, that's how you need to kill that light skinned bitch. Just like that. <laughs> and she's like laughing. And then the laughing turns to coughing. And Cliff is like, grandma, but your sugar is normal. Like, so why are you sweating like a hoe in church and very suspicious life? And Ernestine's mm. like, child, I don't know. And she keeps coughing. And she's, I was like, COVID. I knew we meet. I was like, all right. That second cough, I was like, COVID. <laughs> and then she was like, yeah, you're going to have to go kill that bitch. And like, you're going to come into half a mil no time soon. I was like, hmm, foreshadowing. Um, Killing Autumn next, oh, the next no. episode? Mm-hmm. I feel like Autumn, if she sells the pink, she's only going to give Cliff half a million. Oh, even if that's she gives... sick. And even if she gets like more than the 10 million. Right. She's oh, going to say she, get, she took the $1 million uh, deal. Mm. But Cliff is taking Ernestine's temperature, says 102. Ernestine keeps coughing. Then Cliff immediately calls Toy. I was like, this was hilarious to me because immediately, like, yep. she was like, how you feeling? And Toy was like, <coughs> I was like, mm-mm, Toy got everybody sick. I'm like, why did they never make her take a test? Who knows? I think the damage is already done, mm. honestly. And Cliff was like, bitch, I knew that wasn't no fucking allergies. <sighs> See, she done got everybody sick. And well, I guess we don't know her. who else would have gotten sick. Ooh, but. that means Autumn is probably sick, which means Autumn people in that damn room is probably sick. Somebody gonna die. I'm thinking like everybody who who they brought to like help bring the pink back up to code so they Definitely can open. Sick. Like everybody got exposed. Like ooh, and then hmm. what if that was foreshadowing when the white when Georgie was like, he's as dead as my husband. To Bill, Bill probably gonna die out COVID. Ooh. Well, she just said his job was dead. Uh, I was like, maybe, I don't know. Dead, dead that way too. <laughs> um, And so then we cut to Andre, like coming home. 
after the event, he's talking to Corbin on speakerphone and Andre was like, thank God we got the promised land endorsement. And Corbin was like, yeah, but we almost didn't because of that fucking La Autumn Venti Savage. The way they can't get her name right is killing me. <laughs> and Andre was like, you know, we got what we wanted and so did she. So like, why are you so upset? And Corbin was like, because she doesn't know shit about the way things work down here. She's just a pair of tits with half a brain. Like, come on. And then we hear Autumn from the corner of the living room is like, I think my dome game is pretty strong. And Andre's like, the fuck? Like, <laughs> you hiding in the dark in my house? I'm like, bitch, how the fuck you got in here? For real. And I don't think Corbin heard. So he's just continuing on the phone. He's like, can you believe her? Like, who does she think she is walking around? Like, she's the one doing all them deals. Like, she can't do shit. And Andre was just like, let me call you back, Corbin. And then he walks towards Autumn in the dark living room. And he was like, did you ever stop to think about what your all your antics might do to my campaign? Like, this is real for me, Haley. It's not just a pre-midlife crisis. <laughs> and, and Autumn was like, I like, I know it's not. I care a lot, Andre. And he's like, if this is Carol, like, I'm terrified to see what spite looks like from you. You take what you want. You don't care who or what you fuck up in the process. And the crazy part is I keep letting you. You make me do what's wrong when I know what's right. And Autumn was like, or maybe I make you do what you want to do. And he was just like, get out, Haley. And she's just like, sits there for a second. But she gets up and she's like, fine. She's walking to the door. But then Andre is like, I let you win. I let you win at the auction. Like, I had the power and I let you win. And I was like, did you? Hmm? Did you really have the power? I was like. Because you had to call Bill. Right. And then I was like. He was fucking his ugly ass wife in Bora Bora. Right. And honestly, he probably could have just bid more without permission but because they really wanted the waterfront property right. and they would have been like, good, you did what you had to do to get the thing. Right. But, but he was, he was struck by the, he was light skin struck. <laughs> like, mind you, he still is because why is a bitch in my house with no key? How the fuck okay, did you yeah. get in the house? How does she get in there? Questions and need answers. <laughs> but then Autumn was like, you know, she was like, yeah, like you did. You have, you have the power on, right? What are you going to do with it? He's like, what? And she was like, you're in charge, sir. So Tell unsexy. Me what to do. I hated the whole scene. So unsexy. It was literally the worst. She was like, what? Tell me what to do. How do you want me? And Andre was like, take off your dress. His corny she ass. Terrible. She takes off the dress. And then she's like, what else, sir? He was like, crawl. I was like, crawl. She was like, crawl. He was like, crawl. And so she crawls over to him trying to, uh, in a sexual, sexy way quotation marks none um, of this was sexy this was really bad i hated it all worse one of the worst couples on here hate it and she was like well what do you want next and he was just like uh <laughs> his ass was shorting out <laughs> right he was like i don't know what's next <laughs> but so the autumn's like took her she like steps out of her panties and then she like leads him to the bedroom and then they have sex hated the scene hated it it was i was like talk about unnecessary like, needed a place to stay a home to sleep in a bed and a meal because no way <laughs> she said we on my homosexual shit tonight like, like she was fiending for a pillow to sleep on that night <laughs> she was like i'm gonna find some living conditions in the city one way or another Yep, somehow. <laughs> She's like, I sense my time at the pink is running short. Right, I need accommodations. <laughs> Terrible. So anyway, they finally had sex. They still never kissed, but... Oh yeah, they did not kiss in this scene. Which, but I, I don't was know, like... kind of has me geeking. Like, <laughs> like, they're just never gonna kiss. I don't know. I was like, I don't know what they're... Like, I don't know. I don't like it. I just wish it would end. Like, why do we have to keep seeing this? Like, I feel like it was so unnecessary. 
Unless, because I'm like, what is this gonna lead to? Like, what do we gain from this? She me Miss Mayor of Shekalista. What do you mean? That's her goal. She wants power. I don't know why, but true. Yeah, I th- yeah, maybe that is her goal. I don't know. Maybe she felt powerless with Montavious, and this is her way of getting back power or something. True. Maybe that's it. Hmm. But back to more important storylines. Hmm. We go back to Big Teak and Lil Murda, and they're still like driving around, and Murda's like on FaceTime with Wody. He's saying, you know. Tina really wanted me to come down to Jackson and perform the song with her on tour. And what he was like, yeah, like they just called me, man. Like Rome OD and look at God. <laughs> <laughs> look at God. And then like they pull up to this house and T gets out and Murder says he'll be there in a minute. And then what he was like, what Big T doing? And he was like, you know, look like he about to cop some weed. And what he was like, you know, Big T can't come back out on the road with us. And Murder's like, fuck you mean? Like, where the hell is this coming from? And Woody's like, that nigga too buck, man. Like, he had liability, basically. Right. And Murder's like, like, don't security need to be buck? And Woody's like, yeah, but he be acting worse than the ops. Like, mm, bad, it's bad for the brand, bad for business. And Murder's like, no, like, I'll talk to him. But Woody's like, look, like, I know you like to rock a lot of chains and be icy and shit, but that water around your neck can be an anchor. Like, keeping him around might make a nigga drown is all I'm saying. And Murder's like, Woody, like, I can't fire him. Like, he just got out. And Woody's like, look, like, I'm trying to put things back together. Like, if it weren't for Rome-ass ODing, like, well, shit. And Murda's like, you know, it's funny how you know he OD'd. <laughs> but the blogs don't know. And Woody's like, look, like, if you don't want to handle it, like, I'll handle it. I'm good at handling shit. But then, like, Murda's phone dies. And he's, like, opening the glove compartment to, like, find a charger or something. But he sees a gun in there. And then he, like, sighs and he, like, watches Big T go in the house. I'm like, how did the gun get in the car? Did he just have it on him, maybe? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I guess he just had it on him, or it was probably not hard to get. I'm sure a bunch of her village hustlers had guns. So. Fair. Maybe he had it on him. This whole time. Maybe, yeah, maybe he he just had it on him or whatever. That's what I thought. I was like, maybe he just, yeah. I don't know, he stayed strapped up. Kept that thing on him. Keep that thing oh, on him. Oh, plus today was going to be his day, so. Yeah, today so, was going to be his day, so, so but I guess we, we didn't know that at the time. True. <laughs> so, inside the house, it's really dark. Teague's just, like, walking through. Kids on the couch watching TV, people laying in beds. And Teague is walking further in the house, and we keep hearing these voices of, I guess, like, flashback voices. Some ladies yelling. She's like, I told y'all to stop it. I told y'all to stop it. Sit y'all asses down. Shut up. Shut up. And, like, he's obviously going through, like, a big flashback. Very triggering yeah. being in the house. It kind of reminded me of when Derek was, like, telling Keyshawn. He's like, I told you. Like, I fucking told you. Right. I was just like, so I was like, something abusive. Something again. abusive. Yeah. Ominous. Like, overlapping voices. Screaming. And then he gets to this closet and he opens the door. And then we hear more screaming. Uh, and then there's a version of himself sitting in the closet and it's like blood dripping down his shoulders, constant screaming. And it's like, yeah, it was kind of like, what trauma what happened, happened here? here? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's very obvious. Like, maybe he lived here. Maybe he like had residence here for an extended amount of time. Yeah. Something traumatic happened in this house. Murder comes up behind him and touches his shoulder. Like, nigga, what is you doing? And he turns around. He's like, what? And he's like, you know, why are you rolling in here in the trap without your glizzy? And he hands him the gun from the car. And I was like, nigga. Right. Funny how glizzy can have different meanings in two different places. <laughs> Glizzy's meant gun up here. But I feel like it also double meaning. Yeah, you know? double Andre. <laughs> glizzy Gobbler 3000. 
Um, Screaming. <laughs> so yeah, you know, Murda's like, you straight? Like, you know, let's go. So they, he walks ahead of Teak, and then Teak kind of gives one last look at the closet, and it's just regular now with clothes in it. I thought it was interesting how the house wasn't occupied. So I was like, maybe something so terrible happened. The house was occupied. What do you mean? How'd he get in the house? He talked to the lady at the door. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Cause the, yeah, like I, I think always, when oh yeah, because there was people in there. Yeah, I just, yeah, you just said the I did. kids was on the couch. But I, I don't know, part of me like thought it was part of the hallucination at one point. Oh, no, I don't think so. Because when, I think when, when Murder was like watching him go in the house, like there was someone at, at the, the door, door he was yeah. talking to. I thought so this I guess... whole thing was ghost. <laughs> that would be wild. I did think the whole thing was ghost, but you're right because the TV was like bright on. Yeah, the TV was on. There was there was someone like laying in the bed and stuff. I guess like like Lil Murder said, like it was a trap house. I was like, oh, I guess that explains it. I was like, it looks uh, unkept. True. I don't know. I don't know what a trap house looks like. Never been in one. <laughs> Never been. Um, I stay in the suburbs. Um, suburban. I'm a suburbanite. Suburban Negro. <laughs> And so, like, when they go outside, like, Murder was like, you know, if you needed some hydro, like, we could have rolled back to my place. So I stayed with a pack tucked, you know that. But Teak was like, you know, that's that ain't what I was looking for. And she was like, so what the fuck was you looking for? Like, and then Teak is, you know, that used to be my house. And Murder's like, well, used to be. And, like, Teak is just, like, shaking his head. And Murder's like, yeah, nigga, like, we leaving it all in the rearview mirror. Like, we saying goodbye tonight, nigga. Like, because both of us ain't never coming back, all right? Like, come on, straighten up. And I was just like, no. That means two like, different things. I was like, yeah, we saying goodbye tonight, for sure. Yeah, like, we not coming back, like, man. from two different things. Literally, ugh, I hate it, but also love the double play on words. It's just like, you know, both of us ain't coming back. Like, T can coming back, and Murdo's probably not going to be the same. I'm right. Like, mm. So they're eventually parked somewhere in the middle of the woods, chilling under the car. There's, like, water nearby. And, you know, Murdo's tapping out a beat. And then they're like singing so fresh and so clean. And then Teak sings some song that Murder doesn't know. And then he was like, what nigga sang that song? And Teak was like, that's Lil Murder, circa 2017. Murder was like, nigga, that's some slaw. That wasn't me. He was like, yeah, that's you. That's one of the lyrics that you passed on me when I was in the hole. And it was like really touching that Teak still remembers even the smallest moments. But I guess what else does he have to like hold on to? Yeah, true. Like I was like, we don't know how long he spent in the hole, but I mean, I'm plenty of time to memorize like mm-hmm. every little thing and he probably couldn't have kept because i think he said he was sending them on toilet paper and mm-hmm. stuff so he Can't probably couldn't have all. kept them all forever murder keeps blaming himself for like solitary confinement he's like you know i was just runt yapping all that yin yang you stepped up for me and teak was like you know that's what hvh brothers do but murder still feels really bad and i in a previous scene didn't um no teak forgave him for fucking shit up but I was like, yeah, and I think it was not just like, like a catch-all, like yeah. I fucked up for everything. That's why I was like, he forgave you, like. Yeah, but I guess he still feels like, like, yeah, you forgave me, but I still like owe you. Like, I feel like I still want to do stuff for mm-hmm. you, type thing. He was like, yeah, like the, you wasn't ever the same since you was in the hole. But Teak was like, like nigga, like that wasn't the first time I've been put in the hole. Like September twenty fourth, ninety four was when my bid first started, and I was like, is that his birthday? I think so. I think that was supposed to be like. Like, since he was born, he's right. like, I've been in the hole, like, and so he was like, he said, yeah, September 24th, 94 is when my biz started, when I seen Boosie standing over you, like, knife in your side, like, I saw my mama, I saw my mama slam eight inches of steel into her daughter's neck, 
into her five-year-old son's chest, into her eight-month-old baby girl's head, and they blood run fiercer than this river. Like, I ran as hard as my little seven-year-old feet could to a door that led deep down into the dark, and I sat down in that closet hearing my sisters and brothers screaming till it all went silent. So I was like, oh, like, the screams we heard earlier Mm -hmm. was, like, his siblings. And I was like, damn. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, yeah, I was going to do timestamps. Oh, okay. And he was saying, like, he sat in that closet uh, hearing his sisters and brothers scream till it all was silent. He was like, you know, the devil got in her and the devil got in Boozy and now the devil's in me. And Murder was like, no, nah, like, the devil's back in that house, like, locked away in that closet. But I was like, he just opened the closet back up. Right. Uh, metaphysically and metaphorically. metaphorically. Or maybe the closet never shut. Mm. And then... Teak was like, like, nah, like, folks think I got these tears because of how many niggas I done killed. He has, like, three teardrop tattoos. And he was like, nah, like, I done did more than that. But these three tears is for LaChina, Rashida, and Quell. And so maybe he went to jail for murder? No, he was saying that those were his siblings. That, that's why he has the teardrops. Nah, he was saying, he said, they think it's because of how many niggas I killed. And nah, I done did in more than that. So I was like, is he saying he killed more than three people? But these mm. three is for those specific three people? Oh, damn. That's what I thought. <laughs> oh, maybe. So, maybe he went to jail for murder. I don't Help. know. Nope. Ten years, that's it? Maybe he was an accomplice. I don't oh, know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We just speculate. We just don't know. <laughs> we just won't know. I guess it's not relevant. So, the tears was for, like, for his three siblings. And he said, like, my story was supposed to end in that house. And I was like, yeah, it seemed like if the mom was... The mom killed the three. He was, if he didn't run, right. he probably would have been next. And so murder was like, nah, man, like your story is just beginning. Like we finna go on tour tomorrow. And T like grabs his shoulder and he was like, you can have tomorrow, but I'm gonna have tonight. And then the camera like kind of shows them from behind, just like sitting out on the car, looking into the water. And it kind of reminded me of that scene from Moonlight when Sharon and the guy, yeah, they were like on that beach. And it was like, it's like same like color palette and same like how they're both sitting side by side mm-hmm. in the water there. So I was like, oh, except totally different emotions are happening <laughs> from that scene to the scene. <laughs> but visually they look similar and they both gay. So right. I wonder if they did that on purpose. I think so. I think it, it doesn't just, seem like Just a, a little nod. Yeah. So when they get back in the car, Teek's like, you know, let me drop you off at the cut. Murder's like, nah, nah, nah. I know what you finna do. You finna sit up here, let them thoughts feast on, like, maggots on your dome, get you down, and the guy ain't gonna let you get down. And Teek is like, nigga, just let me know where to fucking take you, because he's like, I got plans. Right, he said, I got plans, and I didn't didn't plan on you being here for my plans. Right, and Murder's like, you ain't taking me no fucking where. And Teek was like, all right, if you don't want to go home, get the fuck out the car. And Murder's like, no, I'm gonna sit right here with your weak ass till the sun come up. And I was like, that was kind of romantic. But um, <laughs> but also, bit. why he call him weak? I was like, why do you gotta <laughs> do all that? So, like, Teek's, they're going back and forth. And Teek's like, get out the car. And Murder's like, no, you're gonna have to pull me out. And then Teek grabs the gun and points it at his own head. And he's like, get the fuck out the car. And Murder just, like, looks at him. And was like, nigga. Like. He called him by his government. Nigga. He was like, bad. Like, like he's just like, damn, like, it's getting a little serious now. Right. So Teague gives kind of his poetic speech. He's like, today I'm going, tonight I'm going from the dark to the light. And Murda's like, just, Murda's trying to talk him down. I really think Murda could have done a better job, but I was like, you know what? I don't know. I don't think there was anything he could have said in that moment. Because Teague had clearly been like playing in this. So it was like, 
there was nothing you could do to like stop my plans. Yeah, Murder's trying to like kind of give him an out. He's like, you know, nigga, you gonna sleep when you dead. I was like, nigga, that was planned. Um, right, I was like, that's exactly what he planned. Like, right, uh, but he's like, you know, we got money to get, we got houses to buy, dreams to build, babies to make, like, we got each other. And, you know, tomorrow you're going to go on tour with me. And that's why I don't give a fuck what Wody say. Like, we're going to be outside. Like, motherfucker, I owe you that. And I was like, but those are your dreams. Like, what is Teak to live for? Teak just can't keep living for you. You already let him down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Murder was all like, you know, I owe you that. Like, we finna be outside. Like, and, but Teak is like, you know, you owe me nothing. Like, but Murder's like, nigga, like, I owe you my life. And Teak is like, but there ain't no more light. Murder's like, yes, there is. Like, and he's like, I can't see it. Like, I can't. Like, and he still got the gun up to his head. Like, I can't see the light. Like, it's no more. And Murder's like, I see it for you, nigga. Like, I see it. And I think, was he tearing up now or later? I, don't I think know. he was tearing up now. I was like, Murder, if you don't tell this man you love him. Right. I was like, literally, I feel like that was the only thing you could say. Like, he's clearly determined to leave. Right. So I would just be like, I love you. Like. I don't know, like, I'm here for you type. Right. It doesn't even have to be romantic. Like, I love you. I care for you. Yeah. Like, as a brother, like, as a as a Hurt Village hustler, like, love you, man. <laughs> so Teak is like, nah, like, my light is gone. Like, nah. And Murder's like, nah, like, I'm right here, baby boy. Like, I ain't going no fucking where. And Teak is like, HVH for life, huh? And Murder's like, for life. And the camera shows us, like, outside the car. This was a crazy he- ass scene. It was like my I literally was holding my breath the whole scene. I was like, no, I know it. I know he's not about to do this while he in the car. While he in the car. That was crazy as fuck, I think. Yeah, so we see outside the car and then we hear and see the flash of the gunshot. And I was just like, damn. Like I thought about that all night. Like Yeah. It was bad for me. I was like, these are characters, this has not happened. But then Murder stumbles out the car. There's, like, smoke kind of coming out. And we see Teak's blood is on his side. Yeah. I was like, you did it while he was in the car, nigga? I mean, because it seemed like he was like, listen, like, I'm determined to do this, like, no matter what. And if you won't leave, like, I'm still going to go through. Like, yeah, I feel like, it was like he you... was at a mental state where it was like, nothing matters. Like, I'm just, I, I was like, your friend leave. health don't matter? True. I mean, I guess if you're in a state like that, you're really not thinking about Fair. how it's about to fuck up the people around you. I thought he was going to drown himself, honestly. Because when I saw I the know. water, I was like, oh, because I think he like walked towards it at one point a little bit. And I was like, oh, is he going to go in the water? Oh, yeah. When he got off the car, he kind of yeah. was like, hmm. But yeah, this was, was all just silent on the discord. That we was like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We jump back to Mercedes' place quickly, and then she's sitting at the table drinking when she gets a knock on the door, and then Terrica's there, and she walks in crying. And Mercedes, like, you know, asks what's going on, and then Terrica pulls out a positive pregnancy test. Um, So it's kind of like a... Yeah, it's like, that's where she was at with her little friend, uh, getting pregnant. (laughs) She was getting the pregnancy test this time, not pregnant. Yeah, so she's just, like, crying in Mercedes' arm, and I was just like, damn, like, is this, this is like, history repeats itself, because Mercedes was about the same age mm-hmm. when she got pregnant with Terrica, so, mm-hmm. I don't know, I was like, girl, we going to the clinic? Uh, right. Or not? Because <laughs> uh, Mercedes can pay for it. She still, she got some of that money from Coach still. Cheaper than or a baby. Or from Farrah. Cheaper than a baby. I was like, I'd be like, girl, don't make my mistakes. Like, let's 
get rid of it. And then we have kind of duality of crying in each other's arms at Ernestine's. Uh, we get a knock at the door and she comes downstairs, you know, sweating and coughing. I was like, why is yo ass up? Right. About to open the door. You have, you are sick. Rest. <laughs> you want to infect other people. And literally we open the door, murder standing there and ask if Cliff is there. And then Cliff comes down, you know, telling Ernestine, to let her answer the door. And then Cliff sees Murda and sees the blood on his clothes. And I, it reminded me of when um, Andre was sitting at the bar and Cliff was like, you look like somebody whose wife done cheated on him. Like that kind of instinctual, like look in the eyes or, you know, able to interpret someone's like what happened yeah. to someone. But I mean, I mean the blood. Yes. But like <laughs> there, 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 no words had to be exchanged in order for Cliff yeah. to know. Um, and it's kind of that same feeling like, you know, I see the blood, I see your look in your eyes and Murda starts crying and was like, I'm not okay. Which kind of goes, harps back to the text that Cliff sent Murda was like, you know, seems like the world's falling apart. Are you okay? And this was finally the answer. And Cliff hugs mm. Murda, bring him inside. Um, and then I was like, not bringing him into the COVID house. I mean, child, child what else you gonna do? Now you gonna get COVID and you're mourning your best friend, like... So, I mean, at that point, it's like true. I mean, in that moment, it was like, yeah, we better hug and you better come in the house. We just gonna have also like, like emotionally, you not well. Like, I can't just be like, no, because like we got COVID. I don't know what mask on. Don't know what's gonna happen to you if I do not bring you in this house. True. Yeah. It was just yeah, and I was yeah. I mean, perfectly fair for a murder to be like distraught. Like yeah, his friend shot himself in front right next to him as yeah. he was trying to talk him down from from suicide right that's dark that's deep that's that was hard. yeah yeah that's dark that was fucked up. i was like these last two episodes were so getting dark. very dark i was like it wasn't like this last i feel like last season we was having a good time he was kikiing i know it's like, like but right it, now it's getting kind of dark <laughs> i was like okay maybe i do like the cheating storylines like we gotta go through all this Right. I was like, damn. I was like, I know it's, that's real, but like, I th- I thought, I don't know. I feel like back to back. It was. Yeah, it was a lot. I'm glad that they it was took like, a break. Yeah, they took a break because if the next episode is also dark, mm. me and Katori Hall need to have words. We finna scrap, lady. Like, why are you doing this to us? We supposed to be having a good time at, down in the valley. Like, <sighs> down in the valley. Like, where I'm trying to vibe. Like, I was trying to nah. see the girls get naked. <laughs> Not that you can't tell your stories. Right. <laughs> It just feels, it's just a very different tone from, like, the rest of the show. Yeah. Has been a bit more lighter. I'm thinking maybe we'll get lighter and stuff will start getting positive for the characters. I also read that Teak's um, story was based on a real story of what ha- something that happened in Mississippi. Her mom. Like, oh. Damn. Yeah. So, I was like, oh. So, I, it felt like a good, not, I don't know if good is the right word, but a way to commemorate those mm, children the real life story. right and like because mm. now i know about that that happened and i guess like those people aren't lost the time if that makes sense mm, yeah did they use their real names or it was just no they like, didn't it was it was just the same um just the same like story, story. yeah uh, or situation rather yeah <sighs> um any thoughts for I'm kind of glad that they took a break because now we're caught up. 
so true yeah i do love that because now our episodes will be i mean our recaps will be the same week that the episode came out in mysterious ways <laughs> so you know god works in mysterious ways <laughs> <laughs> so i like that part but damn i have no thoughts for the condoning episodes because i yeah. didn't see any of this coming yeah, didn't see anything coming, so I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's about to happen next episode. We don't watch the previews, yeah. So hopefully, like, uh, no Mercedes. I mean, no Big Bone and Diamond. Child, let that be the end of their sex scenes. I would love it to be the end, but something tells me Big Bone will be back with her terrible acting. Terrible. Um, can't dance. Can't act. Jesus. Can't act. All she can do is twerk her BBL booty, like BBL booty. Her BBL booty. Which looks fantastic. Not hating. Sure, it looks great. Beautiful. Love jiggles very nicely in the light. It's crazy they have no chemistry on screen. But you know what? When I went back and did some research on them, I was like, they don't really have any chemistry in their Instagram videos either. Mm. Life imitates... uh, Art art imitates life, eh? Eh. Mm. (laughs) But I I don't know. I want to see something with Keyshawn attempting to leave Derek again and maybe succeeding. Yeah, reaching out to the pink posse to succeed. Yeah, reaching out to somebody like, hey, can y'all come pick me up? Like, this man is hitting my kids. Maybe Gidget will repay her with the Uber. Maybe. I don't know. I was like, you can order Uber from anywhere. She could. I need uh, Keyshawn to get another phone. The fuck? Yeah, maybe she'll do that. Yeah, because can she? I feel like, I don't know. I'm assuming she's been having, like, a bunch of money and stuff Mm -hmm. from, like, all the deals Roman's gotten her. So I'm like, I feel like you could afford another phone so you can, like, have some kind of freedom without Derek tracking you. Like, maybe it's... But then she'd have to hide the phone from him. Right. It adds another layer. Yeah. Mm, It's just too much. Like, the abuse is just uh, piling up. It's getting... It's ramping up a bit. Mm Mm-hmm. And seeing the way this season is going um i need a win i fear i fear a bit i need one win for somebody yeah like i need a win like oh certainly not i need her to lose like actually because how sick would it be if they get the light skin the happy ending but all the other characters are like suffering i feel like katoria wouldn't do that to me i don't know like they're very much are like yeah light everyone loves the light skins here but that's like a light skins microcosm of what actually happens in society i don't think she's doing anything i guess but this is fiction i feel like we could do a little less i don't know yeah i think it's setting it up for like these people will eventually lose i don't think we would give our main characters a terrible ending i would like to think I don't know. I need some, like, I don't know. I need Mercedes to have some good news. I need Keyshawn to have some good news. Somebody gonna overdose need... besides Child. Because there's too many pills going in and out the pink for no overdose. Yeah. I don't know. They keep, it's like the, the little, like, low-key drug shit, like, Duffy and Big L got going on. It's very low-key mm-hmm. and in the background. So, I don't know. It would be interesting to see if it comes to the foreground Maybe somehow. they'll make Autumn OD. But, hey... Mm-hmm. Now that's a storyline I'd like to see. I really think she's gonna be first lady Chuckalisa, which is crazy. Man, I don't know. I need her to get out of here somehow, some way. Write Season three, out. Autumn needs to be out. Write out, her I out. tell you. Write her out. Write her out. Write her out. Like, please. No one likes her. Like, even on even on Twitter, people were like, "Why is she Autumn... is so unsexy?" 
Like, real unsexy, light skin. Um, she has nothing to the plot. Yeah, and like, it's, we hear your we hear your accent is you trying real hard with this accent. I feel like she, if she was a different actor, I wouldn't have so much animosity. But it's also that she sucks at acting. <laughs> like I I don't know I maybe because I can tolerate it, so I'm just like eh. Sucks. Mm. Like before Big Bone got there, I was like, it's like grinding. It's like eating a piece of chalk. Like my God. Right before Big Bone, Autumn was the worst actor. <laughs> How do you worse than Autumn though? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Truly. This week in Dumb Bitch News, got some real dumb bitches in the house. We got some real dumb bitches in the house. First up. Niggas falling for fake skits again. And the skits Stop be bad. It. Use some discernment, everyone. The skits be like, bad, too. The skits be bad. And I'm like, I be begging y'all to use your brains. Because I'm like, if you, I don't know, if you see some some dumb skit, why do we always feel the need to have like a whole three to five day commentary on some hypothetical situation that would literally never happen? Like... This time it was like some dumb shit about a man paying for like his girls and his, and all her friends dinner or some shit. Like I don't know all the details, but it was not. It was dumb. The cinematography dumb. don't be there because even when I watched it, because I saw somebody quote it and then I was like, "What is this?" And I started it and I was like, I immediately paused it. I was like, "Oh, it's a skit," because like the way they started, like the camera rolled for half a second and the girl was like. And then she started, and I was like, first of all, camera work not there because what do you mean? Like, why are you starting the argument?" You would be, if you were recording, you'd be recording probably after the argument had started. So the girl would already be talking. Yeah. Or if they were smart, they simply would have just cut the beginning of the video. Right. Niggas be stupid. No but cinematography then, like, skills. The who... Good. Oh, no cinematography skills. Then the acting was already bad because she was like, and you were supposed to pay for all of my friends. Like, you're supposed to be a real man. And I was like, oh, brother. Like, the way she was saying it, I was like, this intonation, like... Y'all don't know how to lie? I don't know. I don't know. I was just like, y'all, I was like, the people who made the skit are dumb and the people who engaged the skit gave it, like, was spreading it around, having commentary on it. Y'all are also dumb because... Because who cares? Literally, who cares? This doesn't happen. It literally doesn't happen. If it does, that's between you, that's between those two people or whatever. Like, there is no need to make some big ass debate about it. And now y'all arguing about some potential, some hypothetical situation. You will never be in. That you or anyone you know would never be in. And it's just an excuse for like men to be more like misogynistic. And for for pick me's to be like, I wouldn't have my man pay for all my girls. First of all, I would have grown our groceries from scratch because I care about my man and his health. And first of all, we would have been vegan and I would have cooked everything with my tongue from scratch, including, uh, you know, the vegetables. I would have formed them by myself out of the play-doh out of the clay like god did the rest of the earth you know because i care about my man like that's what y'all would have been like and then hello i'm like okay if you view the accounts i definitely said this like last week or the week before if you click on the accounts that post these it's literally all bot accounts they're all made in from march 2020 onward and they're all like you know a reaction account 
DM me for promo or something along those lines in the bio. The whole thing is like follow for relatable tweets. Right. Whole thing is full up of TikToks and, you know, tweet decks. Like, why are we giving, I don't know, like I said before, I'm sorry, it's the CIA and the FBI are putting these in the black community. I don't care. Yeah, it's gotta be because I was like, the way y'all will engage with them, like clockwork. Clockwork. It's like, it's like, I don't even have to try. If I was a CIA agent, oh, black community is my first target. Y'all, so easy. Hello? That's what I was saying last week. Like, it's too, too, it's too easy. easy to get niggas riled up online and talking about some shit that doesn't matter. And now y'all are arguing for no reason. Like, intra-community arguing? Again? Like, I don't know. And then I saw some other tweet. I don't remember what it was, but I clicked the account because I was like, this tweet is weird. I clicked the account join may 2022 i was like all right clearly not worth my time like, because this is obviously some account that has been made up to like spark some bro. um discourse between y'all about shit that don't even matter it's literally so i was like this is just like psa to everybody if you see some dumb shit just scroll past it like why must you subject the timeline to shitty takes and fake skits and you know what if you must Click on the account. Look in depth into the account at first. Is it even a real person that you arguing with, or is it a bot? Like, right? I'd be like, let's. Is it even worth your time? Like, it's probably not, because this is unproductive discourse. And you're like, never changing anybody's mind. Like, regardless of the real person or not. That's why I finally had to stop arguing on the internet when I was, I don't know, twenty. Like, you're not changing any of these people's minds. Yeah. You're not. They're just. It's just a bunch of reactionary stuff. Like, and people do anything to go viral. Like. I saw some guy and, you know, I guess his kid got into the melatonin lotion. His kid is literally on the floor fucking looking like having a stroke and you're recording it. Damn, what the fuck? It looks so... He's like, that's what his ass get for getting in the melatonin lotion. I'm like, the child was literally like screaming. Like, not like a regular baby scream, like a I'm in pain scream. And this guy's just like recording what it. What the fuck? People are so weird nowadays. Anything to... of recording stuff. Anything to go viral. Anything. It's literally like... Yeah, I was like, is virality really that important? That yeah, it's really not. Like because I feel like the downside is you're more likely to get harassed. You're exposed to fifteen minutes. So many people. Like yeah, you're exposed to so many people who have different views, who are like not your side of Twitter, and then they be saying all this random shit and like death threats. All like yeah, death threats, like weird DMs, like. Why, why do y'all want to go viral so bad? Because they think they could turn it into a bag, but you guess what? You never do. You never be able to flip it into a bag. You all don't have the stamina, the smarts, the, you know, the willpower. Like, you would never, like... I mean, like, sometimes you just had that one moment, and that's all it was. But everybody like, wants their one no moment. to make it more. True. Everybody wants their one moment. But, like, for what? For like, what? what do you gain? You gain nothing. Like, okay, you went viral. Like, now, I don't know. I don't know. Like, for me... Not to be like, I'm famous. But, like... It, like, when I went to the library and I told you that girl, like, recognized me through my mask, like, that was so, like, I don't know. It's just, like, why? I don't like when that happens. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, so I just don't get it. Like, that's where I'm coming from. Like, I don't get why people would want that. Like. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do most people who go viral, are they, like, recognizable in the streets? Oh, I, don't I don't know. know. But I think you have had a lot of viral tweets, like, in the past, like... But it's, like, why would you want, like... Like, what What are you gaining outside of it? Because I, I feel like I haven't gained anything right, from it. Right, didn't gain a dollar from it. Well, that's not true. Well, that's not true. true. When you needed to crowdfund, they did come through. Crowdfund came through. But I had a white sugar mother for a that... minute. And some white man would randomly send me money. So, like... <laughs> but it wasn't, like... 
I like, you know, sold merch or got any type of deal. Like nothing with, you know, extreme longevity, yeah. I felt like. And it wasn't like you had like that one post and that's what you were able to like. It also wasn't like I was trying. Off of. Yeah, like you were just being yourself. But th- that's what I'm saying. Like this is like, it's like I never, I feel like I don't have anything against people who went viral, wanted to go viral, whatever in the past. But right now it seems so forced yeah some of these niggas it's very forced it's like they're very much trying to go viral and it's like and they know you can get do, off arguments. like y'all know that people kind of get viral organically like yeah it's not always a formula like like it's very formal i guess that's maybe what i'm thinking of too it's a very formulaic like i know that i if i talk bad about black women or i talk bad about black men i'm gonna go viral oh these niggas ain't shit because or like men would you pay one thousand dollars for your girls bundles and then instant virality because everybody wants to argue about it versus all the all the hotep men will come out and droves like if you you bitches just you don't need if you you bad witches just wore your natural hair then we wouldn't have to pay for your bundles right you're like i need a bitch who don't need no weave like blah 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 my african queen will have locks all this shit about oh i I hate black bitches with weave like oh right it's easy like i feel like very easy to get them riled up Back in the day, not to be an old head, <laughs> but like you would go viral off of fun stuff. Like you would say something funny or quirky or whatever, and it would go like even them little quirky tweets. They have a formula. Yeah, it's so formulate. Like it's just, I don't know. Like I'm bored. I haven't seen yeah. something that really makes me belly laugh in a minute. Yeah. Oh. Them videos of well it might have been problematic, but oh of them, them videos kids? of the of the parents You're telling their sick. kids that <laughs> that they were gonna fight. I was honestly I was dying laughing at the whole thread. You're I it was sick. Just I was high, but then I saw more videos when I was sober, and I was still dying of laughter. I was like, I was like, now I I I even thought this before, like when it was still everyone was like hee hee ha ha. I was like, this might be a little unethical. You getting the kids riled up for no reason? Like some of them a little distressed. I I was like, it was still a little funny though, but (laughs) I was like, why are we doing this? Why are we riling up our children? Also, y'all kids is really ride or dies because I would have told my mom kick rocks. I'm sorry. She wouldn't have got no screaming. I would have been like, girl, you know, I don't fight. That seems like a you problem for real. (laughs) Not gonna hold you. Sorry about that. Yeah. I mean, my mom know better than to ask me about that though. (laughs) Definitely do. She would ask my sister before me screaming my sister would probably look at her crazy and then do it but i definitely been like <sighs> yeah i don't know what i would have done if my mom asked me that i've been like who mm. i've been like well, who's trying to fight like i don't understand i've been like what did you do right <laughs> what did you do because that sounds like, you like did what something. did you do that somebody wants to fight and bring their kid to fight me right like, like and why i gotta fight them right like why i'm why am i in it <clears throat> why are you volunteering <laughs> I'm sitting in a child's place. Um, speaking of child place, uh, Sesame Place, Philadelphia, this like theme park all about Sesame Street, apparently is Racism Street. So Screaming. this one character, Rosalita, which I forgot was a Sesame Street character in the first place. So I was like, you bum ass. Nobody wanted to hug you anyway, bitch. Um, she was like marching down the street and then 
like you know the characters are like waving it's like a parade and these two little black girls are so excited they're like trying to like you know give a hug or a high five trying to get the character to acknowledge them the characters acknowledging everybody else giving high fives this little white so girl all the white hands the white girl like runs up gives the girl the character a hug and then the black girls are like reaching out for a hug and then the character kind of like think they're reaching for a high five or a high five or a hug they want the character to acknowledge them basically and then yeah you know then she gets to the two girls and the character is kind of like waving like no it looks like like right and keeps they moving like nope uh uh-uh. yeah it completely just ignores their hands and it's like what the fuck's going on so i don't know if i was that parent first of all pray get shut down because everybody yeah because in the ig caption it says like they first they told these kids no and then proceeded to hug a little white girl next to them literally oh sick and then sesame place was trying to say that like you know the person in the costume wasn't racist i couldn't see them but i'm like the other girl was definitely shorter than them they were like yeah sometimes the line of vision is like weird in the costume but i'm like how she saw the little girl that was shorter than them i was like she saw everybody else right and I I'm like see the, this hand in the beginning is a child's hand. And like don't, you're at a children's mm-hmm. parade. You're a children's character. Why would you not look down? Literally. That and don't make like, no sense. Stop. I feel like they can only use the line of vision thing for so much because you can see enough to keep walking. No. And I was like, you're interacting with children. Children are short. You would look down. That's what doesn't make sense. So anyway. Yeah. There was just no justifying it. Like. Yeah, they were like, our costumes... The costumes our performers wear sometimes make it difficult to see at lower levels. And sometimes our performers miss hug requests from guests. And I was like, I just like, don't believe mm-hmm. you. I'm sorry. They literally saw them enough to look at them and, and s- gesture no. no to them. And then keep going. And then apparently hugging someone, a white girl next to them. That part wasn't in the video. But I'm like, you saw them enough to be like, to gesture at them. Right. And they were, they were clearly looking down and saw them. Literally. So you can't even use that argument. Like, uh... So, I don't know. The park, like, There's apologized to, to the mom. They were like, sorry, like, you guys can come out for a special meet and greet. Girl, fuck them characters. Well, give me a refund. Well, I guess the parade's free, but, uh, First of compensate all, me. I'm sorry, I would've blew up that fucking block. How dare you? I definitely would've <laughs> kick-dropped that character. I've been like, nah, you finna hug my kids, like. I'm dead. I'm not, like, I'm gonna kick your ass, like. Anyway, people are like, mm. boycott Sesame Place. I'm like, people go to Sesame Place? apparently so i know we went once when my brother was really little but yeah i think i went to some sesame place once when i was little too but i don't remember. i i didn't know it was a hot the spot. entrance yeah so i don't know kids still love sesame street i didn't know the park was a hot spot though so i was like boycott mm. i was like do they get enough business to Harry. boycott okay i don't know <laughs> Speaking of boycott, y'all are boycotting y'all brains. Um, I really, really, really tried to ignore this last week. I was like, I'm not going to talk about this lady on this damn podcast. I'm not going to give her no, none of my energy. Like, you know, no, I'm not going to say her name. But my hand has been forced. So, because of course it is, and this is relevant, a light skin with locks on TikTok is geeking in front of this camera. And she's like, oh, y'all, they've been lying to us. And I'm like, lying. I'm like, so... This is really beef with Hotepians, and I know you guys are like, A and B, you guys always hate TikTok, but you guys stay talking about TikTok. So what? Well, because y'all won't let us stay, get away from the damn TikToks. Y'all post TikToks everywhere. I can't unsee them. It's a, it's a part of popular media. We talk about media on the show. It's y'all fault that we can't stop talking about it. And you know what? Because y'all keep putting it on my timeline. Suck my dick. Like, (laughs) I don't care. So anyway, 
So let me stop you right there. This is really my problem with Hotepians more than necessarily like this necessary person. Cause I was like, I have a question for like, you know, y'all in the back, who is they? Cause Hoteps always, they'd be like, they, they don't want you to know this. They are doing this behind our backs. I'm like, who is they? Be specific. Is it the government? They, is it some other entity? Is it aliens? Who is they? Who is they? I'm like, is it the white man? Just say that. Like, who is they? So anyway, she starts pointing to this video in the background. She looks so fucking dumb. But she's like, she was like, oh, look. And then I stopped the video again. This man's name is Hotep Jesus. Okay. Oh, brother. Pause. First of all, I thought y'all didn't believe in the white man religion. Like, because now I'm confused. You don't believe in the white man religion as a Hotep, but you Hotep Jesus. I thought Christianity was the white man's religion. So why would you call yourself Hotep Jesus if Jesus is part of the white man religion? Hmm. I mean, it's the same confusion I have when y'all are like, alkaline diet, but then y'all be drinking apple cider vinegar. It's acid. How you alkaline? Whatever. Niggas don't even know what alkaline mean. And I'm niggas. It means, like, more basic. Like, you know, like, on the pH scale. So, like, you want to eat oh, foods okay. that are more basic. And they're like, you shouldn't eat corn. You shouldn't drink coffee. You shouldn't, you know, nothing acidic. No lemons. Like, that's their whole thing. It's like, I live an alkaline diet. They think that the body is naturally supposed to be more alkaline because we have, like, an acidic based diet based off of like fast foods or more acidic like that's the belief is like the foods mm. that they are feeding us are acidic so we're trying to eat more <laughs> alkaline foods to get our body back into a neutral ph but i'm like but you drink apple cider vinegar make it make sense it doesn't make any sense so anyway so basically hotel jesus is arguing that black people were already on the, the american continent and he's like you know because why would they bring people across the ocean when half of them would die in transit anyway and she's like, yeah, yeah, her dumbass. And then uh, she was like, was like and that don't even make no sense. I was like, they don't, they didn't care if slaves died because it was just cargo to them. Thank you. Hello. They didn't view us. They didn't view, view us, us as people, people missing components. So they didn't care if they died. So anyway, she's like, you know, it doesn't make sense. Cause like, why would you go all the way up to another place to enslave people? Oh wait, I gotta do it in the cadence. She was like, it doesn't make sense because like, why would you go all the way over to another place to enslave people when there already were people here. And this is where books and education are missing in the public school system. They did enslave the uh, people here. They fucking died in mass. Right. It was like they did mass genocide. They had no exposure. They died from disease. They died from human period disease. They died from diseases that the filthy Europeans brought over here. Because they never had interactions with Europeans. Africans had had interactions with Europeans before. Europeans were on the continent before. Like, they came down, they interacted, they, you know, they traded with them constantly. They didn't even know America was here. Yep. So, of course, you have an entire microcosm of people who have never been exposed to smallpox, colds, or anything like that. And they're eating off the land. So their body is in tune with the land. So anyway. Right, bro. Indigenous people is living in peace, in tune with the land and the earth, and the Europeans brought disease and... Slavery. Disaster. Disease and disaster, truly. Um, so anyway, she starts pointing some other documents saying that like the natives were dark skinned people and it was like, there were dark skinned people close to Negroes. So I was like, so Negro existed, but anyway, but what really killed me was her putting the fucking Pinterest screenshots on the (laughs) summer jam screen. And it was literally like drawings of a quote unquote native American person put next to like an actual person. I think it was Shannon Sharp and Erica Badu. And I was like, so your evidence is a drawing made in the 21st century compared to like a person that's alive okay 
Right. And I was like, who said the natives couldn't have dark skin? And then I was like, on top of everything else, I thought we didn't trust the white man. So why are you trusting a white man's documents and descriptions? The same white man, the same cracker, the same honky that it's think they landed in India? Up. They think they landed in India. Like, bro. Dummies. I, was, I hate TikTok because why, why was I subject to seeing conversations about this topic? I and thought we were was... talking about it here. I hate it. We was Jews like last week. They'd be like, we was the real Israelite. We was the real Israelites last week. And then two months before that, we was Egyptians. I was like, how did the Hoteps manage to convince themselves that they were like, we was the, we're the real Native Americans. We was here before. I was like, I think this is a trauma response. I don't doubt that you- Because you don't want to believe that like, of like the atrocity that white people did against us. Like I, maybe they just can't fathom like how bad it really was. So they were like, no, it can't possibly be this. But I was like, mm, like, I don't know. Again, hi- history books, um, education. Uh, but then, but like, then when you tell them that it's like, well, you're reading the white man's documents. They're not going to teach you the real history. And I'm like, nigga, Octavia and- Butler wrote this. Tori Morrison wrote that. Like, they're like, right. I've never like, seen a so slave ship. Go to a fucking museum. Read a book. Like, Right. I was like, I definitely remember going to a museum when we were in elementary school and like seeing the slave ships and stuff. And I was like, I'm pretty sure there's evidence. The African-American museum is literally down the street. Like, And I'm pretty sure there is like some like firsthand account of something of like the last yeah, what is the... slaves to get to come here. Something with the sea. I forget called. what the um, book is called, but I think Tori Morrison interviewed the last person to come on that yeah, trip. Yeah, I don't know who, I don't know what it, but there's evidence, documented evidence the of Cloata. the last person to come over on a slave ship. So I'm like, there's your evidence right there if you need proof. But like, like they'll totally dismiss that and be like, they're a government agent sent by the white man. I'm like, you're reading like, white men documents, firsthand account, right. and then using them as your evidence. That doesn't make any sense. Right. They're like, you know, the yeah, you're using the white man's documents to tell you. The, and I was like, so what documents are you using to prove your theory? You're literally using the white man's documents because the white man Nothing. said that you were dark. Everybody was dark to them. Hello. And I don't doubt that Native Americans were like dark, but they lived outside. What the fuck? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, do you think the United States had no sunshine, especially like. The ones living over in, you know, New Mexico, California, the warmer weather places down south. Yeah. You know, where all of these black people allegedly were Native Americans or mixed with Native Americans. Where y'all think y'all mixed at? In the south. The same place where you were tanning. Hello. Hello? You don't think they'd be dark too? And they're like, so who are these people? And they're like, these people are Mongolian, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, while there is a theory of the continental, you know, cross of crossover, those people were so far removed from like, you know asian civilization that they were no longer considered asian also it's possible that these people just existed on this continent forever exactly i was like there's so many i don't know i feel like i don't like i just don't get it it's so i'd be like the information is right here but you choosing to believe something that has no evidence it completely falls through because when you start thinking about brazilians and you know caribbean people where the fuck they came from then Hello, are they are they native to their countries too? No, they brought them over in slave ships. They're just literally like not. Us. They're literally not native because it was native people already there. The Taino, which all those people are like, I'm Taino, I'm Taino. But it's like whole time they be like one sixteenth Taino. Like yes, literally. But it's like okay, if like if they like, what's y'all beef with West Africa? Like that's what it really comes down to the court because you was Egyptian, 
you was a Hebrew, y'all was Ethiopian. Or I'm thinking, is it just like different types of hoteps who believe different stuff? That's what I'm like, is it a... I don't know. We live on the Hotep Highway anyway. I-95 is Hotep Highway, baby. Like Philly, Baltimore, D.C., that's the trifecta right there. And maybe that's why I'm immune to a lot of the stupid bullshit. Like, it doesn't phase me. I've just grown up hearing the stupid shit all the time, and I've kind of tuned it out. Yeah. But I don't know. I was like, I fear for anyone who was hearing that information for, for the, the first, first time. time. They were like, wait a minute. You guys are right. We didn't come over on the slave ships. I'd be like, are you... <sighs> Like, did you learn anything in history? Did you read any history book? No. And then niggas be taking information from TikTok as facts. So they be like, oh, let me research. And they just watch a few TikToks and they're like, yeah, this person said such and such. Know the research for yourself. Yeah, I read that article where it was like more people um, use TikTok. That article was misleading. It was misleading. It was more about like, um, it was, I would say the headline is misleading. Like they were talking more about, uh, you know, restaurants and, like, activities and stuff like that. But I was like, you know, if what we're seeing happening is already going to go down that trail, like, this is just, like, this is just one sector. Like, yeah, right now it's, like, restaurants and activities, but, like, duh, it's going to turn into something else later on. Which, I don't know, we need to boycott TikTok. Bro, every I fear app we'll never, is... We'll never oh, end the Twitter, the TikTok to, to Twitter other social media pipeline. Like, I, I wish it would end... I, like, I, we can't filter out the funny ones from the stupid ones, like. Yeah. Like, some of them do be funny, and, like, I do laugh at them. So, I mean, you know, maybe I'm a hypocrite. I don't right? care, but. Like, I love a hee-hee-ha-ha. I love like, a hee-hee-ha-ha video, like. As much as the next bitch, but. It just feels like everything we... is video content. I kind of don't want to watch any more video. I don't know, like. Same. I kind of hate it. Like, I'll scroll on Instagram on my crochet account, and it's just, like, video, video. video. And I was like, I don't want to see any videos. I want like, still I'm, image. I don't know. It's not 2016, and, and, like, Vine is a thing anymore. Like, I, I'm i not into that anymore. Like, you know what? At least Vine was six I seconds, want, so you can say something too stupid. I want words. I want to read something. Like, I don't. Oh, you're the Like, minority. there was even, I saw some TikTok where it was most, it was just, like, some girl standing around, but the whole thing was, like, a series of paragraphs. And I was like, bro, you could have just made a fucking tweet thread. <laughs> Like, I was like, I'm not watching this video through just so I can see your essay. Like, what? I hate those. And I hate the person who is, like, standing in front of some other information or standing in front of a tweet. And it's like, this isn't even yours. Yeah, I don't see too many of those, but. I don't know. It's fucking dumb. I I guess it's a trauma response. I kind of don't feel bad for you, though, because, like. I don't know. I'm just like, damn, you stupid as fuck. Like, like stupid as hell. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what, what else am I supposed to say? Like, truly dumb bitch news. Like literally i was like it don't get no dumber than this. it doesn't like <laughs> because like what like i don't know why don't you want to be like a black person from Af- like what's wrong with being like right what's wrong with and then stop practicing West africa african traditional religions the fuck you ain't no african then stop practicing the fucking religion like that's it's, it doesn't make sense like it's like you're taking bits and pieces from everybody else because you don't want to be this one thing you don't want to be african-american you have some shame in being african-american so instead you know you're talking about i was the first people here but also my i got family out and uh i got i got indian on this side and you know i got egyptian on this side i'm part uh ethiopian and you know my people is from here and here and here but then you on top of all that like you practice in African traditional religion. So then, is it appropriation now? Like, why you got locks mm. in your head? They probably barely practice in that African traditional like, religion. Cause... It's too many It's too many components. It's like you're right, trying to run away from something. Also, I'm like, they didn't know the United States existed. Like, how do you explain the black people in the other parts of the world? They brought them there. Where would they bring them from? Hello? 
<laughs> like, I don't think people also know that, like, Europe had slaves and brought slaves to Europe. Yep. America wasn't the only place. The Caribbean wasn't the only place. Where would they bring they them from? They brought slaves to everywhere. They brought them to everywhere. I'm like, so they picked them up from North America and took them back over there? That discredits your theory because then why wouldn't they just take the people who were already there? But this is what happens when you don't read a fucking book. This is what happens when you get all your information from some nigga named Hotep Jesus on YouTube who has 82 subscribers and, you know, you just happen upon it because the YouTube algorithm uh, caters to all your needs and your implicit bias. Talking about we didn't learn this in history class. Yeah, because it's false. <laughs> right. I was like, yeah, like there's a lot of things that they didn't teach us, but. Also, I'm going to argue that ninth through 12th things. grade education shouldn't be the end of your education. Even if you don't go to college, even if you go to, don't go to trade school, you should be, you want to learn something? Guess what? You got a public library. You have a supercomputer in the palm of your hand. Yep. Literally, there are free ebooks available if you know where to find them. And if you're on social media, I know you know how to read. Okay, or you at least got something reading to you, like... Audiobook. Audio, like audiobooks. There's plenty of audiobooks. There's shit written by black there people. There are some podcasts that are, like factual fact based and they have their sources and things like those also exist if you want like a podcast type thing but i think i'd go more to the audiobook there should be a barrier to the internet problematic but true i think before you use any type of social media you have to take i don't know sorry you got to take a test for you use social media screaming 10 10 (laughs) questions you know basic social media literacy True. I mean, I feel like at this point, they might as well teach it in schools because... I think they are now. Kids growing up, they're like, they're living, they're growing up on the internet. Like, it's always here. It's always around. It's very important to learn they social media literacy. They have media literacy classes at the local community college. Yeah, because I'm like, there's, so, there, I don't know, there's, there is so much stuff to be wary of on the internet, especially as a younger person. Yeah. Like, and there's misinformation is everywhere. It's like learning. Like when they would have like the little library class in school mm-hmm. and like high school and stuff. And they would teach you how to research stuff they, and like find credible sources. Niggas was like, skipping class, obviously. Hello? Like that was a fun day in the library. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. Like Maybe uh, it's just me. I don't know. Do I trust everything the government says? Hell no. Of course not. Like, duh, nigga, I'm running a semi-anti-capitalist podcast. But like... <laughs> Also, I know that, like, stuff has to come from some type of credible source. I'm not saying that, you know, everything that happened is on a credible source. But, like, black people already wrote about this. There was previous anti-capitalist, anti-government, anti-disestablishment people in the past who already wrote down these stories and passed them on. It is up to you now to inherit them and stop making up your own fucking theory. And, you know, stop thinking you know fucking everything. You weren't alive back then. I don't care what kind of, you know... Uh, astral projection you do you will never know the complete story of what happened back then because guess what you're not astral projecting you're clinically insane <laughs> like <laughs> i don't know what else to tell you Dude. i don't know what else yeah, to tell I'm you just like you can only get so know, much from your just, ancestors there's only so much you can get yeah i'm just like just to deny like what actually happened when there is like first-hand accounts so disrespectful lots of doc it's so disrespectful to our ancestors actually like who i was like they went through the shit and you're denying their experience and then you're gonna sit there and ask them for help how dare you oh absolutely not how dare you they should smack you across the face and you're i wish one of my ancestors would be like be like oh right they weren't really on the slave ships i'd be like excuse me how the like that is so disrespectful if one of my descendants very disrespectful yeah if one of my descendants are talking about like oh they didn't like I don't know, 2100 or whatever. They're like, they didn't live through the coronavirus pandemic. Black people are immune. I would smack the shit out of them. Right. I'd be like, ask me for help again. 
I dare you. I will like, never give you anything ever. <laughs> it's mad disrespectful. Like very mad yeah. disrespectful. On top of stupid. On top of stupid. Yeah, top of being stupid, just very disrespectful. Like it's crazy. You're denying man. their experience because you're ashamed. Why are you ashamed of these people? These people are right. so strong, so powerful. They went through so much. Because even working my backyard farm, I could never be a slave. I'm so sorry. Like I would have died. Right. It was like when you really think about like everything that they went through and like for just for us to be here, it's like for you have the opportunity to be stupid. Woof. Mm. I would be mad as shit if my descendant is stupid. I'd be like, excuse me. I'd be like, let's knock some sense into this nigga. Like, like I went through all of that. <laughs> I went through all this traumatic experience, this physical, emotional, spiritual pain. I went through, you know, not being able to be literate. You have literacy at your hands and you have ease of access to information. Right. None of which and I had. Whatever you want to call freedom. We, we got that. And this is what you do with it? Mess. You didn't even have to march on Washington. I was sh- I was an ancestor. I would strike them down right now. I'd you don't be like, even I have to march. You're nothing scrolling. but turmoil onto your life. Like so nasty. Like or I wouldn't even need to do that much because you already stupid. You're already you stupid. This. What else should I do? I should just abandon. I was like, you. I, I just gotta sit back and watch you make their mistakes. Like, like I just have to abandon you at this point. Yep. Terrible. Like, all right. Don't call on me no more. Fuck. I know that ain't who I think it is. Right. <laughs> You're like, I know that ain't Hotep, man. Hotep Jesus calling on Hotep me right Jesus now. Hotep Jesus is so crazy. Maybe I'm not as Hotepian as I thought. Like, You're not. Because when I watched like, it, I was like, there's no way I would ever believe this. Even my youth. <laughs> I can never see myself. But then also, you was reading even as a child. like, And that's the difference. Y'all need to read. I just, I don't know. Because I bet if you, if someone had told you that, you could have looked it up and proven them wrong. Easily. Also, I don't Easily. know, common sense, like. They had slaves everywhere, so they brought them off from North America. That discredits your theory right there. Because why wouldn't they just use the people that were on the land? They're not thinking. Whatever. Next time, next week, they're going to be, we was, you were, we are the real Europeans. No, oh, brother. I, Can you imagine if there are European hotels saying that right now? You're oh, I would black die. people? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they were like, we was here before the college. I don't came. doubt it. Like, <laughs> give it two months. They're going to be like, we was the, we was the real Europeans. Cause we came out of Africa and went to Europe. I guarantee like, you this even two make sense? months. They're going to come up with some theory to prove they the real white people or some shit like that. That's all it is. You want to be white person. You're like working your way up to ladder to say you were the true white people and you were the true like dominant, I don't know, race or species or whatever the fuck. Mm. So fucking stupid. Um, For real. White people, you don't get to comment on that. Yeah, white people listening, shut up. Shut up. Um, don't add, don't. This is not for you. Don't send me no IG something. Tell me I'm don't right. Don't comment on nothing. Yeah, don't tell me I'm right or nothing like that. I don't want to hear none of that because I'm gonna cuss you out. <laughs> They'd be like, like, yeah, this is not. This for is you. not non-blacks this do not, not interact. This is black business. This only. is black business. You should be so, so if lucky. You heard this? You didn't hear anything. You should be so lucky <laughs> to be having your ear holes listening. You to you lucky I can't block white people from listening to the podcast. You lucky I can't I punch in your ear hole. Man, I wish. I mean, I guess technology technology would have to know stuff about the people, but I wish we could just block Help. white listeners. I'd be like, don't listen. I told y'all I don't listen, but I know y'all here. Oh yeah, because they be following the page. To all the episodes I've been told you don't listen. It kill me when y'all but... follow the page. Like I can't see you. I see yeah. you, Bethany. <laughs> it's like and I need to see your face in the Patreon as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if you white, you owe me some money. Right. If you white, I know you got a dollar a month. Uh, you got $12 a year. 
I guarantee you. <laughs> Go ahead and put it in the Patreon basket. Okay. And we may permit you to continue listening. Honestly. <laughs> you should feel terrible and horrible. You're taking, you feel, you're taking space so away. You're taking Ram away from a black person who could have been listening to this. <laughs> you are. But on that note, we've reached the end of the episode. Uh, everyone, drink water. Wear your mask. Um, stay away. Stop going to unnecessary events. Yeah. And if you're going, wear a mask. Bare minimum, get tested. It's the, nah, the bare minimum is bare to wear minimum your mask. Wear. But if you're going to go out anyway and wear a mask, you should be getting tested anyway, even if you're wearing the mask. That too. Um, take responsibility, personal responsibility. I guess we're still on that wave or whatever. Or whatever. I don't know. Especially with, with monkeypox. Hell, stay all ass the worst time to have body acne. I have so many pimples in my body. Bro, literally when you tweeted that, I was like, I've never felt anything more relatable because I was like, do I? But I was like, bitch, I've had body acne for months. Like, I've had body not... acne since I came out the world. I've had, <laughs> bro, I swear, senior year of high school, it started and never stopped. I was like, it was this stress? Like, and it just never went away. When I'm reading this book, The Overachievers, the girl was talking about how her hair was falling out and turning gray. I was like, that was happening to me. Huh? <laughs> you were stressed to the max. Bro, I literally was balding. Like, yeah, but worst time to have body acne, I have like pimples on my legs and I was like, mm, monkey box. Yep. But then I, I had to look up the other symptoms. I was like, okay, I'd have all, I'd have a fever and body aches and all this other stuff. My body like, always okay, aches. I'm always hot. But, but I think it would be different. <laughs> like the body ache would be different. Like, Maybe. I don't know. Child, I have to believe. I gotta start stretching. You would have a fever. Like, you would know if you had a fever versus just being hot. I don't know. I'm no? kind of warm. Boy. Bitch. Nigga, because the fan is off and it's 80 degrees <laughs> outside. Stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I'm so scared. I can't keep doing this historical event I shit. can't. I was like, damn, I'd, I'd love to leave the house sometimes. Maybe. Maybe. And not be worried. But no one cares. I'm going to just so go to I'm the library. Inside. I was like, did I get it from the library? I was sitting on the seat without you know screaming pants. right i was like well the way we was like wiping surfaces down in covid like in the beginning yeah. we didn't know i was like we might actually need to get back to that i bought some lysol uh, i don't know i got i got lazy with it back in the beginning of the pandemic because i was just like bro who has time for this shit but now we need to because monkeypox is contracted via like touch, surfaces yeah. and Droplet touch too. so i was like yeah they said respiratory droplets as well so i, I think masking should help yeah. keep stop touching people that's why I was like, people giving hugs. Stop giving people hugs. Like, I don't now know. Now we isolate I feel like we shouldn't give people hugs. I don't know. At least strangers. Let's, let's do let's that. Let's keep it don't to, yeah. Hugs. I don't know. That girl you just met at the bar, don't give her a hug. You shouldn't be at the bar. <laughs> they shouldn't be at the bar anyway, but if niggas at the bar, they know they're not supposed to be there. They don't care. True. Um. Yeah, I got me some Lysol and wipes and shit. So my family can think I'm crazy still. I was like, I don't give a fuck if you think I'm crazy. Listen, right? I was like, think I'm crazy all you want, but see who not sick. Me. I'll be crazy. I'll be crazy. Ain't no problem. I'll be that. I'll be that. Ain't been the first time. (laughs) I like my shit. Yes.